shit, it's hot out. Hello, everybody. This is Casually Master Quest, because apparently I put Casually instead of Casual Master Quest on the, the show notes. Sure, this is the Casually Master Quest uh, episode number 57 coming to you hot today. Hello. I'm your host. Hi. I don't Who know how things fuck? go. Sorry. Oh, wait. How does how does he sound? Like? Good eye, Mike. Ah, shit. Wrong one. Good eye, Mike. Good eye, oh, Mike. Man. Did he, did he give hey. a good shot? Oh, oh, I man. shot that deer, eh? You shot them from 200 yards. Good eye, mate. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your intro. No, it's okay. I'm your host, Tyler Vitito. Uh, as I'm sure you can hear, Nick is uh, out of town, getting ready to explore, representing the joys that is, uh, well, he's out of he's country. Out of country, even. isn't he? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's gone. Yeah, he's he's fucking gone. He's he, he is over in Guardian Con over in Florida, hopefully enjoying himself. Uh, all his uh, Facebook posts, you know, you check in like uh, during a naster, natural disaster. Uh, you know, it's like Nick is feeling safe, except it was TSA. So he got through just fine. So I'm I'm happy for him. And uh, hopefully we'll see him next week with all sorts of good stuff. However, Brandon is here. I am here. I am here. I have no fear for I am here. Uh, what would be your uh, like uh, superhero name? <laughs> fat man <laughs> fat. okay I'll, I'll be your sidekick butter boy then one of my favorite superhero concepts that i read and i'd love to do something about for this is um he was placebo man so his superpowers were whatever people believed he had mm. so he was kind of like he, he had to work with that so like if people believed he was bulletproof he would be bulletproof and uh the short story that i read for it um the doctor that he was fighting against gave his lackeys a special bullet that could penetrate his skin and so like the guy was actually being shot and he was like well you know i have that but i knew it would come to this one day so i had my doctor and he pulled out like this little vial of liquid he's like i had my guys work on this which uh renders everything bulletproof and so he drank it and then the obviously it was better writing than that but he drank it, and then the people believed that he was bulletproof again, so the bullets didn't work. Well, I mean, did he die from his injuries regardless? Because he did get shot. I, I think in the story, like, he got shot in the shoulder. Ah, okay. We'll say, aha, uh-huh, I also regenerated like Wolverine. Maybe, maybe that's what it was, health regeneration, and so it just healed him. But uh, basically, he was going through, and, like, he'd leave, like, a logo of a cat somewhere which made people think that the superhero black cat was there which gave him the powers of this cat hero nice and so, nice. It, so it was really cool if, so if you wanted to impersonate say superman and you looked hella convincing he could totally have superman powers in this oh, situation yeah. if someone just thought like man i think that's superman and all of a sudden like okay but anyway yeah i've always thought that was a cool concept yeah, shout out to Nick. I just wanted to give uh, Nick some love because uh, he almost ended Casual Master Quest. Why's that? I know, right? That's my first thought. I had to, you know, think about that too. So, uh, not to throw shade while he can't defend himself because uh, he'll definitely do that next week. So, fun story. Uh, Nick loves numbers, as anybody does. I like numbers going up. I like seeing numbers too. And so, Nick was curious as to whether or not that, you know, how, how are the stats of Casual Master Quest here? So he's like, I want access to the Podbean. I'm like, okay. He's like, what's the password? I'm 300 miles away from my password list. You're going to have to wait. I think it might be this. I remember what it is now exactly, but I changed it since then. So he was like, okay, I'll just try, you know, so many variants of it until the account locks. I'm like, (laughs) so like two minutes later, I get an email saying your account has been locked. I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. Fast forward four or five days later when I'm trying to get on, I'm like, oh shit, the account is locked. 
and I start typing in stuff, and then all of a sudden I get a notification above it. Instead of saying, you know, your password's incorrect or all that, it says, your account has expired. Oh, shit. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I was confused. It's like, why isn't this working? And then, you know, I flash back four days. I'm like, son of a bitch. I can just see it anime style, like, son of a bitch. I seriously... Oh, I was trying to go to bed at that point because you know I was just finishing editing the the episode. And I'm like, just sit straight up in your bed, just son of a bitch, son of a bitch. And so I am trying to do the steps because it sends me a, a link in the email. So I was like, okay, this will fix it. So I click on the link, and it was like the link has expired. Oh shit! So I was like, okay, the link has expired. Send me another one. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, you got to sign in though, or at least you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it won't send me another one for retrying. So I'm like, okay, I'll send a ticket. Yeah, sure. You could totally do that. But right. if you want to look at the ticket, you have to be signed in. And I'm like, so I'm Googling, <laughs> how do I fix this motherfucking shit? And it's like, just, you know, uh, click on the link that it sends you when your account goes. Like, I'm like, you expired it. I can't fix this. So eventually I send a ticket and I say in all caps, I'm like, I'm sorry for all caps. I cannot see this message. Send me what I need to do in the email for the love of God. I'll suck you a dick. Uh, and of course, like, it worked. Yes, I actually did within uh, about 45 minutes. I went from like having a meltdown, trying to play Stardew Valley with Amanda, which I'll talk about later to uh, get an email saying, well, uh, it's not how we're supposed to do it, but you can do a password reset and it'll resend you a link to fix that. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm totally okay with that. Cool. Fixed it. Everything was good to go. And then Nick swore up and down. He'll never look at statistics ever again. See, that's that's completely different than what I had interpreted uh, Why, what? when I saw I saw a stop or trying to stop Nick from ending casual master quest. I thought Nick was just like, hey, I'm done. I was like, yeah, well, fuck it, peace. like I, I know no. it's hard to find people who are committed to it so i was like oh that sucks but yeah nick is the kind of guy that uh especially with uh casual master quests like uh i'll go down with the burning ship kind of mentality right which i respect i'd like to think that's a good idea because you know I'm, right i'm here too Jeez. i uh, uh go ahead. and then when you were saying something about nick liking numbers my next thought was what does he just want to stop the show when you get to show 69 or something and oh, just be man. done with it? Yep. I, I've tried to convince him 420, man. Come on, at yeah, least. Right. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, that, that only a year and a half. I was thinking days, so yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. If we released a two minute clip every day, we could get the episode 420. Wait, Maybe our numbers would go up too. People would be downloading our shit. You've got to, you've got to upload them, uh, in uh, segmented order, so like. Each it's one full episode in ten minute chunks. <laughs> got the pre-show. Part three, part three got- is day one. Part eight is day two. Part three, two and one are day. Yeah. You What's this? Final Fantasy segments. <laughs> you gotta put them together. How's your week been like, man? My week. Yeah, your week. My week's been good. Um, been working again at Domino's, managing fun stuff. Um, but it's a low volume store, so like half the time I'm just sitting there which is nice. Um, and I actually get to get my prep done. And my general manager actually shows up to work on time. So it's been going good for me so far. Oh, okay. You, you said that they do show up on they time. They do show so. up on time. Okay, so they you are complimenting them. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, we're about to say your opinions are your own and all that shit. I'm like, okay, no, he's talking good of them. That's good. That's good. Um, and then uh, there is one problem with my GM, though. Uh, 
she Uh-oh. had surgery to have uh, a benign tumor removed mm-hmm. out of her head. So she's oh, out God. of work. She's been out for two weeks now and recovery is another two weeks or so. So I have been working like a lot these last couple weeks. And that was the thing they were t- saying, like, you know, we're going to move you down to. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be working Monday through Thursday. So I have Sunday's off again. Oh, um, yeah. Are we about to pull ghoul out of retirement? Are you thinking yeah. about maybe trying something new? I mean, no we'll pressure. If yeah, you we'll, say we'll I'm, I'm still done. gone, let's say I don't need the. I've got. No I mean, that immediately <laughs> try dragging you back into our D and D thing. Um, but yeah, so I'll be I'll be uh, hopefully doing that soon. But as it is now, I'm working six days a week for about ten hour days, and uh, I had today and yesterday off, so that's my relaxation. Then I'll do it for another week, and hopefully she'll be good when she gets back. But uh, yeah, work has been a lot. But like I said, I got yesterday off, so can't complain. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, have you seen anything for the 4th of July yet? And this yeah. is Independence Day, uh, Day weekend for us. So I worked Thursday till about 8 o'clock. Hey, um, me too, except the 8 o'clock part. Yeah, 9 a.m. to 8 at 8 p.m. So it was a long day. And then I get a call from my sister that says, hey, we're over at the high school here. You should come by and come see the fireworks with us and Jordan. I was like, all right, you know, cool. I'll do that. I get there. There is no parking. Like they asked me to stop and get some food and some a jug of water and everything. It's like, yeah, that's fine. So I got there like 830. No parking whatsoever. I ended up there was a church that was offering free parking. You know, uh, you had to take one of their pamphlets or whatever and put it in you your car. Say, you got to come to church on Sunday. Right. Yeah, sure. Of course. They'll yeah. see me. Um but uh, ended up parking there. It was like five blocks away. So I'm carrying this pizza, a couple two liters, and a jug of water. Well, as I'm walking three, four blocks away, my arms were just so sore afterwards. You poor thing. So I finally That's get there, up. and I get to the high school, and I ask them, I was like, all right, where's everybody at? Because Brooklyn came and met me. Um, about It was about a block away and helped me out. But uh, she's like, oh, they're over on the other side of the school. I was like, okay. So we walked another like half a mile to the other field. And we get there, and there's about half an hour before the fireworks start. I'm there like 9.20. They start at 9.50. Good and we're sitting just... there. Right. Sitting there, having a good time, enjoying it, eating pizza, you know, joking around. The fireworks start with five minutes. Jordan's just like, nope, I don't like it. I want to go home. Oh, and no. so we had to, we, we ended up staying for as long as we could. We tried different tactics. Like I told Jordan, like, he has to shoot the fireworks because, you know, you can see him going up. And so I was like, all right, shoot it. And he'd shoot it, and boom, and he'd cover his ears again, and um, he just doesn't like loud noises. That's his big thing. But Well, Jordan and I are actually coming along uh, the same mindset, too, <laughs> because, uh, we, I mean, I start my work day at 6 p.m. So, as I'm sure you can guess, these past couple of days, uh, I've been, you know, hearing a lot of fireworks. Problem right. is, though, I always forget that it's, for, you know, it's the 4th of July week. Uh-huh. And so I'm doing my thing, walking around, all of a sudden I just hear this big explosion. Uh, what uh, messes with me, I think what it's what makes me jump a lot more, is uh, if I'm in the trailer, my trailer uh, rubber baits that. And all of a sudden, so I, I hear the boom, and the, the trailer will like vibrate, and it just scares the shit out of me. I'm like, what the? F- is there a bomb? And like, it's like a sound chamber. Yeah, it <laughs> freaks me the fuck out. And if it hits... If a firework goes off near my truck while I'm driving it or moving it, it will legitimately shake the truck, like the uh, vibrations, and it just it scares the shit out of me every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, that that that's a different you know take on that because you always hear about like dogs and veterans and stuff, but yeah, if you think I mean, about it, it's just a chamber. 
I mean, I I, you know, I understand the you know, PTSD from a veteran, but you know, th- this shit has happened. And you know, when I was delivering the second on Flint, which uh, you know, crime rate and all that still scares the shit out of me. You gotta play the sometimes game. Sometimes you can't you can't tell. It's like sometimes it's you know a bottle rocket. Sometimes it's a twenty two. You don't know the difference. Sometimes we have a, a neighborhood. I mean, you know the difference. So I, I'm just, I'm being facetious for any young right. It's like. 22 clearly has a you know the sound of oh, a 22. My, my dad's insane. Market. He could tell what guns being fired by the sound of it. It's like I don't even understand that. But um, our neighbors are avid hunters, and they're usually mm. out shooting fre- frequently, and uh, they like to shoot in the air during Fourth of July. So it's it is a hard game here. Of was that a gunshot or a firework? <laughs> uh, we have a field like across the river, so they kind of shoot yeah. up towards there. So like falls down over there too luckily but uh yeah so um we ended up staying for most of the fireworks uh left about 10 30 they wrapped up about 10 45 and uh i remember i had to walk that four mi- or four blocks back four miles i had to walk four miles to my car jesus um, christ i am so sorry no i ended up walking four blocks back to my car and by the time i got there um the parking lot was pretty packed already so people were already starting to exit and uh, I parked in the back because I was like, well, it'll clear out from the back to the front. You know, that's the way it should be, like an airplane. No, it, it didn't work out like that. I ended up sitting there till about 1140 before I could pull out on my car. I just sat there on Reddit and just scrolled through for an hour sitting in my car. I'm going to say, you don't have anything better to do at that point because you're right. just you're going to be sitting and waiting. And, my man. That's why I told Brooklyn, too. I was like, I, I'm pretty much doing what I do at home anyway. I might have, like, a game on one screen and Reddit on the other, but... It's not like it's wasting time. Oh, man. So, uh, I I haven't really gotten to celebrate too much of 4th of July weekend, or whatever you call it. I did have uh, Thursday off, so I end up uh, doing a barbecue. Was it paid? Yes. Yes, it was, actually. I know. Like, I think about it, like, oh, shit, it was. I did get money for that. It, it's so weird having a paid uh, paid day off. I thought it was the same. Brooklyn had one too for Valvoline of all places. The instant nice. Oil she had a paid vacation. Wow, kudos to them. Shop all over right. at Valvoline, everybody. This show is not, or this episode. Let's not get too crazy here. It's sponsored by Valvoline. We give our uh, customers paid mean, vacation. And Valvoline wants to sponsor the show, though. Like we're not shutting them down. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was looking over at uh, Penn's Oil, but hey, if Valvoline wants to step in with, you know, the right thing. What, what's the I new mean, thing? The car cams? Watch while you wait. <laughs> God damn. I mean, I was always, uh, I don't remember who said this, because uh, somebody like drank from a can. They're like, oh, you know what this is? It's whoever pays me the most. Hey, this going to be whatever you want it to be. That. I think you sent me that link. It was a YouTube channel or something. It could be a Coke be a pepsi dr pepper if you want you know monster i'm listening yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it might say monster in the can but for all you know i could have pulgers in this thing this is coffee my man but uh shit shit uh had a barbecue it turns out uh i don't remember how the grill is like there's only so much you can do the fuck up grilling but i I still pictures yeah (laughs) yeah uh, but I got it done. I cooked the burgers. They were, in fact, edible. Uh, and uh, I've been stressing out these past couple of days because uh, I had a I had another family member pass away. Uh, another grandma. Yeah. Do is uh. So, I this is 
I'm gonna say if you got a question, ask it. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously you have my condolences and stuff, but it's just an odd situation for me because I want to help. Like, I, I want to do something for you, but I don't know. Like, I totally understand, and I realized that I was a dick because uh, I, as soon as I uh, found out, I was intoxicated. It's the first time I actually drank heavily in a while since I uh, had my other grandmother pass away. Right. And uh, so I, you know, I said on Discord, you know, my little statement there, because I was like, I was pissed and upset, but I was tired and I was trying to take a nap. And then when I woke up, I was like, I don't want to talk about this with anybody. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I'm usually up front with my feelings, but this one, I was like, I just want to bottle it up. And so people who knew and people are trying to find her asking is like, hey, is everything okay? I just kept giving them one-worded answers because I didn't want to think about it. Right. Because, I mean, that, that one that happened a couple of months ago when I lost my great-grandmother, it, it fucking shook me. And I realized anytime I hear the topic about older people, the elderly, I immediately start thinking about that and I get really emotional. And uh, people have been, you know, reaching out to me. I have gotten family and you know uh my closest friends have uh, been trying you know talk to me about it and all that and i'd like to apologize to anybody that hears this that i haven't been responsive about it it's just uh i haven't really fully processed it yet yeah. i got a lot a lot of mixed feelings with this person in life and so having them depart on me leaves a lot of baggage for me to sort through and you, and you got to do it at your own pace Oh, unfortunately, my grieving process has been playing one game, <laughs> one game only, Brandon. Me too. Well, yeah. So, what have you been playing, man? Uh, me to go first? Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, do you want me to go first? No, no, it's fine. I, you know, I can go first if you want. We both kind of have one titular game that we've been playing all week, but I have two, so... You just said that you had one titular game, but you have well, two. The thing is, is when I was playing the second game, I was also playing the first. <laughs> I was at the same time? The, yeah, because uh, so I, I, I guess I'll start because I kind of started on this tangent. So I've been say, you're playing the lead. What's going on here? I've been playing uh, Team Fight Tactics, which, which is, is the new auto chess game for League, which is fantastic. Like, I don't think I've played an ARAM or a regular game since it came out. Um, yeah, I, I noticed uh, on League of Legends, whenever I play ARAM, I see people playing TFT. I still haven't touched it. We and every time I, What's up? I said we definitely should. It's weird because everybody's like, haven't you ever played an auto chess game? And I'm like, no, I, I mean, haven't. I play chess. Out, auto chess only came out like four or five months ago. Maybe a bit well, longer than that, but still. Apparently, auto chess is, has been like a silent craze that... Uh, hasn't he you know hit like peak everywhere thing but it's yeah. still like a very popular game style i guess so well, I guess good for them auto chess but anyway it's been fun we should definitely play it i'm watching two more episodes of uh stranger things after this and then i'll be free so if you wanted to you know hop on and try it out with me you'll have to hot pitch me because i'm actually very turned off by the idea of playing it it, it's not even anything detriment to it it's just like you're gonna have to convince me hard to pull me away from the game i'm playing just to play something without any information i can think of some ways just not on the podcast okay uh does it require an r rating 
Maybe. Because uh, we are an R rating. We're not 18 plus, though. Ah, Actually, we are. Uh, uh, because uh, we constantly vape on this uh, stream. And uh, you, have to be 18, you have to be 18 or older to uh, vape. Right, but does do you have to be to listen? No. Yeah. <laughs> Reference of uh, nicotine use. Yeah. Rated M for mature. Yeah. Uh, but because anyway. We, we fucking kill stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. shit. Oh, we're going to totally make this a uh, M-rated uh, stream session. That's for fucking sure. Um, but anyway, so I've been playing Team Fight Tactics, uh, usually when I'm fishing or mining in Final Fantasy. Go on. Uh, so the Final Fantasy expansion Shadowbringers officially came out on Tuesday, uh, which was the second. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it was on air or not. Nick, uh, our podcast host sorry I, I there's this weird distinction because i got nick hill and then i got my best friend nick nick hill is actually pushing towards best friend status at this rate so uh, like I, i'm scared oh boy sorry i didn't mean the threatening territory uh he was looking he's like i don't understand tyler Shadowbringers is not supposed to be out until like the second but there right. are people who are playing it right now what the fuck is going on so it came out the second but if you pre-ordered it you got to play in the early access which started on friday the 29th 28th square unix making that bank smart motherfuckers the thing is though uh -oh. is no it's mostly a digital copy so anybody who's going to buy it isn't going to wait till the second to buy it they're gonna be like all right i've got some money towards it i'm gonna buy it now and be ready Everybody has access to early access. You don't have to pay extra for it. So the official yeah, say, pretty much might as well be the 28. I'm pretty I'm not even sure if World of Warcraft comes with their expansions in physical form anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they gone digital. So the, you know the, the kind of mindset that people buy a game from a store to install it from the disc, it just seems unheard of at this point. It's like if right. you're playing online, it means you have internet, therefore you can download it. And even like the, the collector's edition for Final Fantasy, you got a code. And then they sent you the box of all the physical items, which has like the statuette and the art book and all that stuff. Ooh, nice. I didn't buy it. No, fuck that. I'm no. not going to spend 150 bucks on a game. So how's your bunny girl? Oh, she's cute. She's cute. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, it's I mean, nice. I was expecting some kind of response, especially since I just called her simply a bunny girl. But the fact well, she's cute. She's a Vera from Final Fantasy XII. Thank you. I, I apologize for uh, being uh, Final Fantasy racist. It's all good. Everybody's a little bit racist sometimes. Doesn't um, mean we go around committing hate crimes. Right. Um, I really want to continue that, but I feel like that would uh, ruin the joke. I will totally debunk into a <laughs> musical if you want to. You said you wanted a, a If theme. everyone will just admit that everyone's racist a little bit. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Brandon, you're the one that just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to oh, sing it in my head. Okay. I'm going to look it up uh, verbatim. Oh, God. Way. I feel like it starts with maybe. Maybe we can all... No. Fuck, I really don't know. I mean, I was actually wrong on it if it makes you feel better. Here, oh. let me change the uh, the lyrics in the order. Right. Look around and you will find... No one's really colorblind. Maybe it's a fact we all should face. Everyone makes judgments based on race. No, not big judgments like who to hire or who to buy a newspaper from. 
No, no, just little things like thinking that Mexican busboy should learn to speak goddamn English. And there goes our viewers. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Look, uh, okay, for anybody who's never, heard, never who's anybody who's heard that song, it's about a song where everyone's a little bit racist. It's okay to admit it, but it doesn't mean that we act on it and we can get along knowing the stereotypes are in the background. Right. It's a very liberal uh, Avenue Q. If anybody's ever heard of the I musical, it's it's so fucking liberal. I love it. Sorry to my more conservative uh, fans, but uh, uh, your grandma listens to it grandma on art <laughs> okay i thought you were talking about my grandma who just died i'm like no 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 what the fuck? no no i'm not that insensitive i don't know i i, I feel like uh you, you could no maybe yeah maybe a little uh, bit maybe if i've been drinking i definitely have not been drinking today fair enough fair enough uh there's been one game that i've been playing is there anything else you want to talk oh, about yeah, Shadowbringer? Yeah, sorry. sorry let me let me finish up with that so i'm gonna say picture, she's cute i'll send you a picture of her later um but uh, I was super excited for that. But the story is just so fucking good. And this is what I've seen from a lot of people who've been talking about it. Like, it is the best Final Fantasy story that I've had in a long time. Like, including, like, console single-player storylines? Yeah. or like, it is comparable to Final Fantasy VI as far as story goes. Okay, because, no offense, I know this was uh, base game after A Realm Reborn, but, you know, the whole thing that led up to Ifrit and all that stuff... Was well, okay, but it didn't yeah. feel all that dire or whatnot. So I'm hoping Shadowbringers brings something a little bit more uh, involving. It's just so I don't want to say they're like retconning a lot of things, but they are of realm retconned, right? They're explaining things in a way that makes you go back and think, like, oh shit, this makes so much fucking sense now. Oh shit, they were meaning to do this from the beginning. Oh, right. Square Enix, you got us again. And, and and it's written in a way that it doesn't make you think that, which is what's nice and what's really hard. So I got to give them props for that. I'm really enjoying the story. I love that I can summon Phoenix now on my summoner. Hmm, so That is nice. Does yeah. that allow you, in fact, revive uh, fallen players? It does not, but it heals everybody. When I, I mean, it's still pretty good. I yeah. mean, getting a free like battle mass res or something like that would be kind of let's limit break three for healers oh okay pardon me then <laughs> I, you know forgive me for stepping on and it has saved uh, me many times i'm glad, those glad. but yeah so i've been playing Shadowbringers. bringers that's been pretty much it and that's probably what i'll do when i'm done it's so weird because uh i keep hearing about more and more content coming from uh, world of warcraft and runescape and the news will just kind of hit me like a, a warm dank wind and it's like good for you i'm glad you're still alive <laughs> It almost feels like uh, that Mr. Hot Dog in Bay City. It's like, I don't know how they're still in business. Yeah. But they're, they're still doing strong, apparently, so yeah, good that, for them. That one restaurant that you've never been to, but somehow it's still in business. Right. Like uh, Long John Silver's right. Mr. Hot Dog. I'm going to say Grandpa oh, Tony's, but they so. shut down. Did they really? Yeah. The one well, on I mean, Columbus? There's, there's one in Columbus still, but there used okay. to be one that was on Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, it was uh, near the... Uh, well, the 7-Eleven. There's only one 7-Eleven on Wilder. You know where I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I remember there being two total, but I don't remember it being there. Yeah, like, there used to be a Grandpa Tony's there uh, oh, right when I you were going around the corner. I know where you're talking about. I didn't know that closed down. Right yeah, near, it closed uh, down a long time ago. Right near where you go in to get into banks, right? Uh, and Yes, kind of. Yeah. It's in that general area. It's It would have been like within 200 feet of that 7-Eleven, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I do remember that one. I'm surprised they shut down. I always liked Grandpa Tony's. We went there a lot as kids. Mm, mm. 
Amanda in the chat, my wife, uh, is saying that there was one in Salzburg years ago as well. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't me either. The only reason why I know the one on Wilder is because uh, my grandma and Art and I used to go there. And I went to the one in Columbus once, and it was tragic because our waitress was crying in the background for whatever reason. And so she was crying, and then she'd come up, take a order, go back, start crying again, bring the food out, go back, and you just hear her weeping. It was just her specifically. It's like, wow. I mean, the theater was right next door over there. So it's like, maybe this is the performance, or somebody's hours is getting cut. I'm not sure, but uh, if she wants to. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I'm making light of the situation. I'm sure it was something serious. I was but thinking it was also... more like understaffed and just stressed out. Hmm. I mean, I'm the kind of guy at the restaurant that no matter the situation, as long as I can get the food I wanted within reason, I've always you know, told them, take as much time as you need because uh, you know, no, no stress and all that stuff. But I can imagine there's people who are hangry at the restaurant that they're not as nice. Amanda. <clears throat> yeah. Damn. She's, <laughs> she's not listening. It's fine. Oh, she's totally listening. Fuck you. Um. Oh shit, I was gonna say something else. Oh, I miss uh American Kitchen. I could really <laughs> I, I just read her comment. I could really use a uh Texas Prairie Fire. Oh, it sounds you know, great. fun fact, it throw me it threw me off. Apparently it's just called a prairie fire. It's not called the Texas Prairie Fire. But it changed the name? I don't know. I checked recently. You know, I checked last time, and it's like I. It was weird. It was totally weird. I was like, I thought this was because. I mean, it makes sense. It's not on Texas toast. It's on a nice white vine. It was on Texas toast. Yeah, it was Texas toast as the two top and bottom. So they must have changed it. Maybe they just changed it to a regular burger. They like let's take expensive. You can't take the prairie fire out of Texas. You know, I mean, you can. It happens in Oklahoma and all the other surrounding states. Legitimate, you know, prairie fires. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, they took it uh, I don't want it anymore. Fuck the fuck. My big thing, if we're gonna jump right into local cuisine, is uh, there's a uh, G's Pizzeria downtown, mm-hmm. and I've recently discovered uh, this year uh, something called the Mac and Cheese, and a macaroni and cheese pizza. Man, I I will eat it every single fucking time. Imagine it with some hot sauce on top. Oh, oh my gosh, good. it's high, you know that fancy white cheese too. What doesn't help my case is the fact I'm lactose intolerant. So the fact that I just glob all sorts of cheese there, I am like, my wife will hear me for two days straight and she'll look at me and, you know, I, I got to keep a towel between me and the chair. That way I don't blow a hole in it. It's rough, man. Just throw away the towel. Yeah. I, I actually, I was telling the story about you and your towel the other day. Um, when we went to Cedar Point and you had your towel around your neck to stop the sunburn and all that. Do you yeah. remember when you went on the swings? And your towel started flying away from you. <laughs> yeah. I would just tell my dad. Uh, it. it was like, you know, I could, could have just reached out and grabbed it if I wanted to. Yeah. But oh man, it was funny. Good times. Holy shit, we just totally nostalgic for the past five ten minutes. Yeah, it's deal, man. The people. Yeah, it's fine. Fuck it. Uh, so for the modular segment, what that in the top of the show. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I guess we I had, should talk about talk about video games. Okay, fine. I'll talk about video games. So. Starting Saturday night, aka right after the podcast last week, I announced I had bought Stardew Valley because it was on sale. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting uh, a a little bit of uh, pressure, if you will. And uh, I decided it was within my best interest to finally make the jump. Because I knew from the bottom of my heart I was going to love this game. 
but I was going to spend a lot of fucking time on it. So I've been keeping myself away from it. I've been watching uh, somebody that Amanda likes to watch stream the game, but I've never played it a day in my life, you know, watching him. Like, you know, oh, that's cool. You know, that's cool. It's like I had a general idea what you're supposed to do. Uh, there's a bad guy called, you know, Jojo Martin, all that stuff. And, you know, eventually it's like you make farms and you, you go into mine and you die or something. And so uh, a lot if you're me. Yeah, I haven't yet to die in the mines, actually. Um, uh, I am a fucking I, I coward, think though. I think I'm stronger than I actually am. So I'll go and I'll see like four slimes like, all right, come here, bastards. And then I die. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten into the, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. I have sunk in, I would say, somewhere. Uh, Steam says otherwise because I left it up because I had the pause at midday to go to work. Uh, without uh, it adding those hours, I'm probably somewhere between 15 and 20 hours put into it this week. Nice. Uh, about six or so of it was uh, multiplayer with uh, Amanda. So I got to enjoy the multiplayer, but I didn't understand like the story behind it. I, I've seen the beginning cutscene before where you're poor some schmuck who's uh, you know working at uh, you know this Joja evil corporation, ColecoCo from uh, Code Monkeys. Uh, but uh, shit. I didn't understand, you know, who was who and all that stuff. And uh, I fumbled a lot along, like, the first two weeks, maybe three weeks of spring. And, you know, I got some shit. I did some stuff. I realized I love fishing. I love fishing. That's funny because Amanda hates it. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I was telling her, I was like, this is fucking awful. When I first, and she's like, it's hard at first. It gets a lot better as you get on. So by the time you know, I got the level three or whatnot on fishing, it, it became reasonable. And now uh, it was my first skill to get the level 10. And I enjoy throwing a cock, or a cock, a <laughs> cork bobble. Don't we cock. all? You got to catch some sea cocks. And uh, like trying to catch a super sea, uh, sea cumber or cucumber on the uh, near the rocks out in the ocean. You're and just so excited to talk about the game. I know, right? <laughs> I think it's more, more aroused. And uh, just working on it, trying to get through the game and all that stuff trying to make progress where things become a little bit automated so i could focus on other things yeah right now so they're your big thing like i'm trying to get the greenhouse before winter yeah but multiplayer i can understand because that's what amanda wanted to do doing it by myself i feel like it's gonna be very hard especially with the animals because i don't i haven't been really on the uptake with the animals specifically right. I, I i pushed it off and so I now have a farm that has somewhere around 250 crops in it during the fall. Nice. So I got I got a you know side to side fucking farm ready to go, but I have a level one uh, barn and a level two coop right now, and so I want to upgrade those. I need to upgrade my tools and stuff too. So honestly, I think I'm gonna take uh, Nick Kill's advice and say fuck it. During the winter, I'm just gonna go into the mines, get the materials I need, and upgrade it because I. I I really don't want to make money during the winter so much as I want to just improve myself and upgrade shit. Right. And that's what a lot of people do. They'll, uh, even with a greenhouse that they just spend all their days in the mine. That's your upgrade season for your tools, unless you're playing multiplayer and then you could send one person in the mine while everybody does whatever. But, um, one big thing that I've learned is don't neglect your animals in the winter time. Because there's been times where I've gone days going in the mine and just forgetting about the animals they hate you after a while. My bad. Oh, man. I, I need to get uh, a heater, two of them, obviously, for each of them to keep their happiness up. 
I uh, have been feeding them, but I haven't been petting them. So apparently that uh, does not raise the happiness. I've also been letting them out, but they ate all the fucking grass in the area. So now I got to plant more and let them stay still, uh, you know, in the barns and let's let them eat the hay. I'm in the process of building a second silo because I feel like one may not be enough. Uh, if it's completely full, I feel like there's a good chance I'll be fine. But if I'm going to upgrade to like level two or level three, I'm going to have a lot of fucking cows and chickens to feed. So right. I, I really need to keep that, you know, in the going. And uh, so how does it work with uh, farming hay? Do you essentially, I feel like in my head, if, if it was me, I would set a separate area where like, a center area of uh, grass. I'll well, I'll plant the whole area. I'll leave the center alone so it can grow out, and then just kind of shear the whole outer rim. That way, it just regrows. Yep. That's the way to do it. And you okay, can too. What's that? You can fence it in as well, so it doesn't like overgrow. Right, right. But oh, yeah, man. And then uh, I I know a lot of people once they start bringing in stacks, just won't worry about that. They'll just fill their hoppers. Whenever they what go visit Marnie. Wait, what do you mean stacks and hoppers? Money. Oh, sorry, not not hoppers. Um, silos. Ah, fair enough. I mean, there is auto feeders once you get yeah. to level three. So, I mean, that's something I'd obviously like to get in the long run. But uh, at the same time, uh, it just sucks because it's like uh, to get the greenhouse, you got to get large goat milk. You got to get a uh, large duck egg or just yeah. regular duck egg. And I think and. Uh, I can't get that yet. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I get the goat. I need to get to level two farming house. And then I need the wool, which is fucking level three. And it's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, that's a lot of money. I'm afraid I'm going to deforest the whole fucking area, too. Oh, you will. You do. You have to remember to plant trees if you want wood or you could buy it eventually. But And speaking of which, I thought I was smart by being ahead of the game by planting uh, a bunch of trees to put tappers in. Mm -hmm. What I failed to realize was I only put maple and pine trees, ah. which means I didn't put any oak trees down, which means I don't get oak resin, which means I can't make kegs for wine. Yep. <laughs> and so I planted 40 oak trees. So I guess during winter when it's dead, they still collect uh, yeah. resin, apparently. So I got that going for me. And then I, I realized I'm now in the situation to where... Uh, since I put in like 34 or so uh, quality sprinklers, I spent all my gold, my iron, and my refined quartz and my coal. So my main <laughs> focus right now has been going into the mines and trying to replenish that and all that. And uh, it feels like a constant struggle. You always want something more, so you need to get more or something. And, uh, and that's one of the big things for the game, too, is it doesn't get boring because there's always more to there's do. There's always something to fucking do. So, fun fact, you know how you can marry somebody, correct? Oh yeah, who who are you who are you going for? So, this start this is actually really uh dark, if you will. Uh do you remember in the very beginning you have the egg festival? Yes. I was very confident after doing a multiplayer with Amanda. I got 6, she won with 7. And my single player, I got 8, and I still fucking lost. What? I still lost. I'm like I wanted my fucking hat. I wanted the hat. You get a straw hat for winning it. You could lose with eight. I didn't think I could lose either. I am not kidding. I got eight eggs. I still lost. I was bewildered. I was yeah. mad. <laughs> the person that beat me was Abigail, the purple haired lady that is the daughter of Pierre. So guess who I'm trying to marry the show dominance? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean to kill you there, Jesus. Um, I inhaled to to respond to that, just like something got stuck in my throat. I'm um, having like a four season power play right now, trying to convince this lady. Maybe you know, if she marries me, I'll have ownership of the hat, so I can wear it or something. Got to You got to give her those amethysts. I, I've been getting her am amethysts. I've gotten a bunch of uh, gold star puffer fish. I uh, I've been doing pretty good with that. I have I, enough stocked up to get us through fall and uh, winter. So I usually choose go between Abigail or Leah. So I mean, I I had no preference because I didn't know their you know their characters and whatnot. And so when I announced Amanda, to Amanda my devious plans. A, my marriage was still secure, so I'm happy for that. I am, I'm well, allowed to marry somebody in the game. She's gotten with in Stardew. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's totally true. And so uh, it turned out, you know, Abigail's like the the geeky girl who wants to, you know, uh, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to learn to play the sword and go on adventures and prove I'm not someone who just cooks in the kitchen. I'm like, good, because I have a feeling the moment you marry me, you're actually stuck in the house and not able to leave or do anything, which is kind of upsetting, actually. It feels like if I marry her, I take her freedom away. That's kind of fucked up. That's what happens in real life, too. I, I don't want to imprison her for winning a straw hat using bullshit. <laughs> yes, you do. I feel like she fucking painted her own eggs and had them with her already. She had like 20 or something rocks. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking rocks she painted. <laughs> I found these guys. That bastard. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. I've been having a good time. I'll uh, I'll drop any stories if I ever get any. But uh, honestly, it's just been been the fucking grind, baby. Holy she shit! Emily, Abby, Sebastian, and Sam for Amanda. Yep, she's uh she's a little worker, isn't she? I do like Emily too. I've never actually gone for Emily. Maybe I'll have to in my next game. I'm. I mean, I. Uh, I'm kind of vanilla when it comes to like video game romances. I'm like, my first thought is who gives me the most benefits because I'm not one for romance in video yeah, games. Give gifts, I believe. Do they? I, I think so. I might be thinking of a different game, but I think they do give you gifts. Amanda can confirm that in a minute. I mean, if if this is sad to say, my only reason why I'd want to marry somebody is to make sure I get the Iridium statue at the end of year three. But uh, you know. <laughs> I figured you might as go for the ride. If uh, if somebody can beat me in a game, I got to respect them and uh, hopefully get it better with them. And then eventually, you know, community uh, relationship, get my hat back. I know it's not my hat. But I still that'd want be, it. That'd be funny. You should have a chance to win it next year. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Oh, I was about to say, maybe if she's in my house, she can't leave, so she won't be there. So why is it? Okay, let's say hypothetically, she doesn't win this year. I got like 10, but then Emily gets it. You can't have divorces in the game. Can you really? Yeah, so you could divorce Abigail and then go for Emily. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't tell me that. There's. Uh, no. I, I saw someone posting on Reddit his goal, and he succeeded in this, was to marry and divorce. Marry, have a child, and divorce every character in the game that it was possible for. And he succeeded. Jesus, that sounds horrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think when you get married, and, and this is what I was asking you earlier, man, is uh, do they give you gifts? I can't remember if like you talk to them and they'll just randomly give you like a cake or something. That would be nice. <laughs> Your kids turn into doves and fly away when you get divorced. <laughs> People that are listening to the podcast can't hear my jaw dislocate. You divorce the person in the game and your kids turn into birds and just fly away? Oh my gosh. Uh, Amanda does say yes, you do get certain gifts from different people. Good, good. But uh, All right. 
yeah, Stardew's fun. And yeah, if you have it on Switch too, you can bring it with you. What's out? Oh, what's up? I said you have it on the Switch too. You could bring it with you. Uh, yes, I do because I'm pretty sure Amanda bought it on my Switch at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, cost, <laughs> it costs prismatic shards to turn your kids into doves. This game is dark. Like here, here, little Jimmy, have a rock. <laughs> I was imagining because there's a cutscene where Abigail, the person I'm trying to romance, uh, you have a cutscene with her in the cave. Mm-hmm. Once if uh, you go in the cave and you got to fight monsters with her, but it goes wrong and it gets she get, you know gets killed. And it just it just grazes her out. Like I, I, the shit messes with me. I bet there's a mod for it. This game is actually pretty heavily modded too. Once you yeah, start I, I oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with vanilla just for now. That way I can appreciate and understand what they have because there is a lot to take in. Oh man. Yep. Uh, yeah, Shane's story from Amanda on our chat here. He's uh, very not in a good spot in his life. So it's pretty yeah. bad. I feel like Shane's probably the character I can relate the most to, sadly. But anyway, enough about oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. It was <laughs> not good dark here. No, sir. So for the modular segment, I wanted to ask uh, if you decided to cosplay. Have you ever cosplayed before, Brandon? Uh, other than Halloween, no. Hmm. If you could cosplay as anything or anyone that you could, preferably a video game character, but I won't stop you from being like a media or movie character, what would it be as? So I actually gave this some thought. It depends on what you're asking. Okay. I just asked it. So, (laughs) but it depends on, on, let let me ask this then. So if I'm cosplaying, should I do somebody that I have? I, I'm not a big proponent of you should cosplay for the body that you have, but I always will. So that's what I was saying. Should I cosplay as somebody that would fit my body type? Or if I cosplay as somebody, will I match their body type? You know, I think you would be a good mercy. See, if I were to do anybody, it'd be Diva. <laughs> I want, like... I mean, ironic or no, the fact that you the idea of you cosplaying is Diva. I think would gather a lot of attention. I think it would be hilarious. And, and I would really enjoy that. But I mean, on, on the Overwatch thing, I probably should as like Roadhog or Reinhardt, maybe. Right. Like, do you remember uh, from high school DXD? Uh, there's the character, uh, the big guy who wants to be the magical girl. Yes. Yeah. I imagine that's me like trying to be Star Guardian Lux or something. We could go as, I'll go as um, Madoka and you can go as, um... oh, fuck. Who's the uh, blue-haired girl? Uh, Her friend. Oh, God. Not Homer. Um, but yeah, you'd go. We'd go as magical girls. Oh I man, now I, I'm curious now. Let's see, Madoka, blue-haired oh. girl. Oh, blue-haired guy. Uh, Sayaka. Yes, I'd go as Madoka. You'd go as Sayaka. We'd call it good. I was hoping to be the uh, the lady who got her head bit off, but sure, Maybe. that works too. Yeah. I'm but sorry. Didn't mean the. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I had a little bit of PTSD there. I had to like give myself. Also, I just got your pod. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. She should have quit. Uh, right. I'm gonna say, let's take it from the top. Uh, so the character I decided that I, I, you know, I always thought about, and I was like, would be a good character. I think I could role, uh, cosplay as <laughs> role play as. Uh, I think I would do a uh, Wind Waker Ganondorf. Yeah, that'd be I, I, like you know the he's tall, menacing. He's got the nice sideburns. He's got a belly, so and you can cover most of everything else with that big black cloak. So I right. think uh, it'd be fairly easy for me to do. I could do like the King of Hyrule, 
Oh, you totally just, could. Yeah, we you could, could just be. Go back and forth. All right, Brandon, I'll give you 20 bucks if you can name it without looking it up. What is the full name of the King of Hyrule and Wind Waker? Lord of the Red? King of the Red? King of Red uh, Lions. No. Yes, that's true. I'm saying he has, you know, it ends with Hyrule, his full legitimate name. Oh. He, he, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't worry. I don't know either. So, you know, uh, I was just curious if you knew his full name. <laughs> No, I just knew King of Red Lions. Oh, man. Uh, his name is Daphne is Nelhansen Hyrule. I had no clue. Yeah, it was. A, he had a big overstretched name. It's like, why they gave him that? Sure. Why the fuck not? Wind Waker is full of mysteries. Oh. I like to do things big. Size-wise, like just pure cosplay. So I could easily have me as the King of Hyrule. You could go as Ganon. I could dress my nephew Jordan up as Link. And the sizes oh, would match compared to the game because king of hyrule and gandon are both pretty tall true that is true uh man we'd have to could get jocelyn or something like have her cosplay as zelda or something like that my little niece uh oh man do you have a uh, favorite cosplayer or do you have a favorite type of person that you like seeing cosplay or cosplay I... as rather I've only actually been to a few conventions, and I, and I need to go to more. There's a couple coming up here. Um, I know Metsuri Con and Dragon Con are coming up, or Wizard Con are coming up. But um, the only one that I really have ever like followed and was uh, she's done some cool stuff. Her name was Princess Morgan. Okay, I think I mentioned it to her when I went to GDEX. But um, she did a Buet cosplay. And I was like, well, that's actually, it was really good. So I followed her on uh, Instagram and she's like the only cosplayer that I followed. Not because, I mean, not because she's like special or anything, but just because I've never really been I've into never that I've never followed kind of one scene. of you before. Right. <laughs> You're my first cosplayer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't have a cosplayer that like I know and recognize immediately. I've seen them every now and then, especially on like Zelda pages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am always a big fan of uh, the cosplayers who make their shit movable. Yeah. So there was a cosplayer that uh, went as uh, Kale from League of Legends that had the extendable wings and all that. Nice. That was cool as shit. Or as Mercy. Mercy was another good one. I, I did remember another one. Um, her name is Kamui Cosplay. Okay. And she does tutorials. She's a cosplay instructor. And, oh, uh, I thought you were going to say she like uh, cosplays like a giant list of a guide or something no, no, no. with a big cereal box. She does YouTube videos for it. And it, it's actually some of the stuff. So she specializes in like uh, artsy and her husband does mechanical stuff. So they've and you reminded me of this when you said moving parts, but they've had some really impressive shit that they've made. Like just you don't even believe that it's um, cosplay. Like it looks like it's real. And so she was really good at odin makes was another one um he's another youtuber who makes a bunch of stuff and his are just cool to watch because he walks you step through step of how he made these items and you can see how it's done and i watched a lot of that too there was one last thing and technically yeah i guess it counts as a cosplayer i don't know who made it so i can't give out credit if i did i I would totally do it so i'm sorry there's somebody who built and cosplayed as a watcher from horizon zero dawn Nice. Those little raptor looking things. Yeah. And it, it, he had it set up to where, you know, it, he could look around and turn the eye red. And so he would walk around like hunched over in this thing. 
you know, arms uh, holding the uh, levers and whatnot, and he would just move around and look naturally like a, a fucking watcher from Horizon Goes On. Don't oh, give people some PTSD there. It looked fucking cool as shit because it's about the right size, a little big, but you know, fuck it. And it looked amazing. And like I said, uh, if stuff where you can have interactive shit or, you know, electronics in your stuff, it looks cool as shit. I've also heard of stories where people, you know, tried installing electronics in their clothing and it set it on fire or some shit like that. It's uh, apparently a common risk. There, there's also another one who goes to conventions here in Ohio. Uh, her, she's called the cosplay medic. Yeah. It, she sets up a booth and if something goes wrong, she's got like hot glue and she's got foam and some spray paints and batteries. And she's just set up like if something happens to your outfit that she can, uh, you know, help repair it for you. I, I just realized I didn't mute myself for that vape. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all good. I was wondering about that. I muted myself earlier to cough on, you know, your streaming platform here. I was like, I wonder if that still goes through to their recording platform. I hope not. Nope. All so right. anytime you mute, you can like, uh, there I have times where Amanda either watch me and she's just doing her thing. And all of a sudden I will just like mute myself while Nick is talking and snort the biggest loogie and stuff because my audience doesn't want to hear that kind of shit. Right. But Amanda can hear it and she's like, Do you just do that during the podcast? And you don't get that little what the fuck look. And it's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I get nasally sometimes. It gets a little okay. warm. And oof. do you ever like take that breath and like some flim gets in the back of your throat and you just go like, Oh, and like, What the fuck was that? Jeez. Uh, Apparently, I don't, I'm not sure if this is like a, a open secret or whatnot. I, I often cough like maybe once every couple of weeks of what I call uh, swallowing down the wrong pipe, mm -hmm. where saliva accidentally starts going towards your lungs instead of you know when you swallow it towards your uh, your stomach. And so yeah, you know, I'll, I'll drink or I'll you know swallow my spit, and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> oh shit, wrong pipe. Mm -hmm. And do you do that ever, or is that yeah, just I a mean, me thing? Not that often, but you know. I guess I never think about how often I do it, but it's not frequent enough for me to consider it strange. Okay. Uh, like, I want to find it relatable to somebody. And you know, like, I do that once every while, too. And yeah, it's like, every, every once in a while. I do it with, I've done it with saliva, I know for sure, where I'll just take a breath or something and then just breathe in saliva into my lungs. Like, why? Human tooth. I think it would be funny if uh, it was a D&D mechanic where if you had an intelligence of eight or lower and you rolled a one during anything, you accidentally just wrong pipe it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, I want to incorporate that. I, I was uh, actually thinking about, do you remember the system that you and I created for damage in our Pokemon D&D? Uh, I mean, I helped lightly with like ideas and stuff. But when it came to the main program, full credit goes to you, man. I was just I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know, it doesn't have to be Pokemon for that. I was like, imagine creating an entirely new module, like non-copywritten, like just create your own D and D game with that. I was like, that that would be kind of fun. Turn all the uh, Pokemon attacks into like different moves and stuff. Instead. Right, and so no, like I, that'd be a great idea. Like obviously you'd have to stay far away from like the four moves, but like let's say you get a sword and you know that it does, you know. 20 damage you know 20 damage so you get to roll your 1d4 for it instead of fireball i like i feel like the sword would be a mod well i mean it is a modifier anyways but it yeah. would allow you to like let's say the sword uh is a uh, strength type weapon so it gives you access to the equivalent of fighting pokemon moves right so uh or like i, I guess more like a hammer or a maul or something so it, it, if you really wanted to stretch for it you know like a sword like you said it's fighting 
or even like brass knuckles that makes you have fighting type moves and then you get a gun would be like a gun jesus this escalated quickly <laughs> I'm fuck just... you pikachu equivalent <laughs> fire type moves or, or a taser oh, I, I would say steel <laughs> oh, a taser are we just making this uh, real life Pokemon right, at this point? Know. But yeah, I was thinking about that. I can't even remember. I think I might have been delivering pizza. Yo, I'm DJ Pika. Give me your money. I'm going to use Pika. Um, <laughs> Jordan keeps asking. I need to download this for him, but he really wants to play the Detective Pikachu game. I was like, if you want to, buddy, it's not like, you know, Super Smash Brothers and Mario Party. I can just put on for him and he can just run around. He doesn't need to, like, play but detective pikachu is like a play game you know it's it's beyond basic interaction you got to understand what's going on i'll get it for him we'll see if he likes it but he likes detective pikachu my sister gets very upset with that because he loves all of the same stuff i does he loves mario and sonic and kirby and all of that and she tried to get him to do soccer this summer and he does not want to play it it's like, can we go uh, home and play Kirby? Like, sure, but I, I mean, that's, that's totally understandable. That's actually very awesome. Did you end up getting a uh, Super Mario Maker 2? I have not yet, just because it came out during the same time as Final Fantasy. That's I will be, totally fair. I will be picking it up, but it'll probably be in a couple weeks. I imagine you buying that to make levels for Jordan just to kind of break them in and show him the tough love of life. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, how my first and only level I ever played in Super Mario Maker was yours. You told me to make it hard. Yes, that, that's fair. But the fact that you probably sat there for 10 minutes trying to make that one block and that one fucking Koopa or whatever, it, it was a whatever. It, <laughs> you, you made it a lot harder for somebody who's definitely not a veteran for that game series. It, oh, your crazy. only rule was that I had to beat it, and I promised there were no dev exits. That was 100%. That is, no, you're absolutely right. You uh, you became a man with that, and I fell in the lava. But anyway, <laughs> oh shit! What do we got going on here today? So uh, news is kind of slow this week, as uh, well as the game releases and all that stuff. Uh, obviously, we talked about the beta games we played. So since Brandon was here, I decided I wanted to get a little interesting, and this is going to devolve into essentially who wins kind of situation. But I decided the topic of the show is. A load of motherfuckers drop from the sky with their only stock item or with only their stock items on an island. So Fortnite with video game characters. Yes. Uh, question for you in the back. Um, so do you consider stock items at the start of their game or stock items as what they would end the game with? Because that, that's what they, a distinction. Let's say what they end uh, the game with. In the game with? Yeah, let, let's go for a power play fantasy here but at this point. Let's say, so you've got this bracket set up here. I don't know if you're going to post a picture of it or anything like when it's done or not, but I saw you had Mega Man and Nathan Drake as the first ones here. Mm-hmm. Mega Man. I, I, I hit random, okay? Okay. So. No, I, I know. I, I know you did. I'm just saying for this bracket. Mega Man at the start of his game could easily take Nathan Drake at the start of his game. In, in my opinion, like... Nathan's got I mean, nothing starting out in his game. True. Okay, let's say at the end of uh, maybe not their titular first game, but your average game. Okay. We'll pick We'll pick a game that you'll make an argument out of it, like if different games give them different power-ups or whatnot, and uh, we'll argue it off of that. How about that? Sounds good. So we got a tournament bracket, essentially simulating uh, 32 different video game characters that are going to, you know, duke it out and eventually, you know, meet each other at the end and see who wins. I, I picked random characters, uh, you know, so it's not all your, you know, popular characters, but, you know, well, I mean, some of them are actually very popular. 
So we we got characters like uh, Brandon said, Mega Man. We have Nathan Drake and thirty fucking others. So basically, I'm gonna run down the list. Who wins in each fight? <laughs> I just I didn't read that one. You're uh, third from the bottom. Third from the bottom. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens this yeah. will be funny i'm not gonna name them off in the row because we're gonna be talking about them fairly quickly here right. are you ready for this i'm ready all right giant uh bomber plane is well, i'm not doing the school bus i'm not doing the fucking school bus i think that might be even copyrighted yeah okay so giant uh bomber flies over an island about 10 miles apart 32 motherfuckers drop from the sky they all land and within the first five minutes, they each encounter another player or character. So we're going to run down the list. Uh, we're going to say they uh, retain yep. their... What's up? I was going to say that'd be a good way to consider it. So as we each as we get through each round, they collect yeah, more is- items from their game. Oh, you feel like if yeah. they can use an item from their fallen enemy? No, no, no. Not like from their opposite one. That would make it too complicated. But like this first round is if you just push start on their game and you play oh okay okay yeah, and then round two would be like let's say you've beaten two or three bosses or two or three levels and then round three would be you know middle of the game and and then the okay. final the end of the game well we'll say there's five rounds technically so let's say uh round one is uh just press start okay fuck let's do this so, you already know my opinion on this first round okay so uh very beginning uh mega man drops uh lands to the ground and encounters nathan drake who do you think wins? right and nathan drake's there i mean mega man's got a gun for his hand yeah but he also has a gun and a hand i'm pretty sure nathan drake's uh well i feel like in the very beginning nathan drake would only have like a gun and maybe a shotgun maybe i'm gonna admit something Uh, if we're we're gonna go very beginning i'm gonna say he probably has nothing in fact i've never actually played uncharted so let's just give him a a nice uh hand revolver uh we do have nick in the chat who would uh be willing to play the referee on any naughty dog related game i agree i think Mega Man has the edge here he has infinite bullets and whatnot he can shoot his blaster day and night I feel like Nathan Drake would eventually just be overwhelmed unless Nathan Drake can get that nice one shot. Right. And, and that's the important thing is, you know, but is he expecting this? Mega Man, even if he gets shot, and he's been shot by his enemies many times before, it takes quite a few hits to take him down. Nathan Drake can also take a few hits, but I feel like he, like, with his revolver, his standard pistol in the very beginning of, you know, Uncharted 1, uh, Mega Man would just but he would just be boo boo he'd just get overwhelmed so fast i think it is going to be in fact mega man i i I would agree there okay then i am going to uh yeah submit the scores mega man's going to take that one next one this is an interesting one god bless randomize uh zelda and Geralt from the witcher so again pressing start pressing start i guess Uh, which game (laughs) Uh, I mean, I would say any game that you played as Zelda. So I would say Hyrule Warriors. So I would give Zelda a rapier, essentially. Ooh, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, uh, Zelda with a rapier, and uh, she doesn't have too much. I mean, she has light arrows and stuff in that game in the first stock thing. Versus Gerald. And, and we'll say Witcher 3 for that, because nobody's played Witcher or Witcher 2. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, fair, that's fair. I feel like Gerald would try to get his fucking uh, sex card from Zelda. Yeah. I feel like uh he'd be like because uh and my thought is they want to win uh and you don't kill them you defeat them and they evaporate so they have no problems defeating somebody but i feel like gerald being the fucking uh lust wolf he is even though he's a badass he sees zelda in her royal dress and he's like 
Hey, can I romance you? And fucking Zelda. Nope. And stabs him in the chest. Nick in the chat does bring up a question. Can Zelda turn into Sheik? Uh, if we pick Hyrule Warriors, then the answer would be no, because Sheik's a separate right. character in this. Or is she? We went... uh, I mean... We could also say Zelda from Super Smash Brothers. True. I like that. I like that. And, and if uh, that's the case, then she could definitely beat Gerald. I feel like uh, like Gerald uh, has you know a lot of expertise for you know magical creatures, though. Do you True. think uh, he could handle somebody who has the power of the Triforce? No. 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 I, okay. I if we're I, mean, I agree. I just want to try to argue for Gerald a little bit because Nick would be spinning a seat. Right. If she has the Wisdom Triforce, she'll know what she needs to do to beat him. She can reflect all of his magic and all of his ranged attacks. You know, in Plus, an ideal world. I will say. I'm gonna have to give it to Zelda. I mean, I'm not saying because I'm a Zelda fan and I'm a little biased here, but I, I think that's the case. I'm, I'm gonna give it to Zelda. All right, next down on the list is Ezio from Assassin's Creed versus Birdo for Super Mario Land 2. Birdo can shoot eggs that can destroy a man. Ezio, Ezio can fly on top of it. <laughs> it's like I imagine like Ezio being in a fucking tree and Birdo's going, "Wow, I don't know my my gender." And that just comes down and shink. Yeah, I, I I would definitely have to give that to Ezio. Even at the beginning of their games, like if you think like Assassin's Creed the first one, you're already climbing all over shit and doing all kinds of assassination shit. I feel like Birdo wouldn't have a chance here just because. Uh, I mean, I don't know where Birdo had a chance with anybody here, but I decided to put him or her or him. Yoshi's her? girlfriend. Sure. TV all right. Show. So uh, easy. Uh, Ezio versus Birdo. Ezio wins. Yeah, I would say so. All right. Oh man, life is easy here. All right, next on the list. This is gonna be weird. <laughs> uh, I, I I actually had to give this one thought because like, okay, let's put it on the table here. Big Daddy from Bioshock versus Luigi. At, at first glance, you would say Big Daddy, like just instantly, yeah. Everything has, has a drill, but for some reason, Luigi has some thick ass plot armor. The question is, do we pick Luigi from your standard game where he has, like, do we pick Super Smash Bros. Luigi so he has, you know, his uh, his fireballs and all that stuff as, you know, a good range attack? Because if Luigi goes in for the kill, he's going to have to do, like, a one-punch man move because that drill will kill Luigi on the spot. I, I was just thinking, like, um, Luigi's Mansion-style Luigi. So but he has I a vacuum, but the vacuum's just not going to stop a goddamn drill. And I really want to say Luigi would win, but I, you know, this this is one of those hard ones to decide because I feel I, like gonna... a Nintendo kind of crazy way Luigi would win. Yes, but as Nick in the chat uh, would suggest, plot armor shouldn't work in this. Yeah, I mean Nintendo has protected all their things, whereas Big Daddy, you know, is a killable character. I don't think we should make that a relevant thing here. I think Big Daddy would just over. He would charge after Luigi. Luigi would run. Luigi would get pinned to a tree, and then, well, you know what happens next? He disappears. Yeah, he he, he does not die. Of course. Uh, do you agree? Do you got some ar argument that Luigi has a hidden pocket up here? No, I, I think I have to give it to Big Daddy. Luigi's a coward, uh, you know, unless he's put into the you know bad position. And uh, by the time he hits I, that I, bad position, he's going to have a on the ground with his hand over his head, his ass sticking up, just shaking like Mario. And, and uh, Big Daddy's like, Big Daddy's technology. Big Daddy drills him. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Next on the list, 
Uh, Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider series versus Goofy from Kingdom Hearts. Ooh, from Kingdom. I wasn't even thinking that. Uh, video game characters, man. So no, I was thinking we, Game House Clubhouse. Goofy is tanky as shit, and he also has uh, a hell of a good shield. Uh, so he he's pretty defensive. We've also seen uh, in weird cutscenes, Goofy can nearly teleport to protect somebody. Uh, example is Kingdom Hearts 1. Goofy and Donald are standing right behind uh, Riku when Riku is trying to kill Sora after getting the Keyblade. Riku will shoot a darkness blast 20 feet, and within half a second, Donald and Goofy uh, teleport in front of us. So we have... You know, super flashlight strength. Goofy also has the ability to take a giant rock to the head and survive. <laughs> However, Lark, <laughs> I just remembered that the fact that Goofy got killed and then survived in Kingdom Hearts Two. They just like, well, Goofy's dead. Let's keep going. Uh, uh, but he lives. He lives. I get hit by that all. You know, stuff like that all the time. Yep. Uh, Lara Croft, on the other hand, uh, in the very beginning, uh, she, she she has a bow, a bow yeah. and a uh, a grappling hook thing. So the question is, can Lara Croft beat Goofy, who is willing to beat her down into submission? I don't think so, because even at the beginning, you know, Goofy's got shield bash and all that. He can do that running thing where he runs towards him with the shield. Let's say they let's say for the sake of the argument, uh, they're fifty feet apart. They can see each other. Tree coverage. Right. She has the bow and whatnot sooner, but he could totally cover it. And I feel like even if Goofy takes uh, an arrow to the knee, he doesn't turn into a Skyrim guard. I feel like he could he could charge down on her. Does she have the strength in the beginning of the game and the agility to, you know, let's say use her grappling hook to take that shield out, out of the way and then hook him in the neck or something like that? She's done it before to plenty of bad guys. Hmm. I, I think I'd have to go with Goofy. Nick, Nick says... Uh, Goofy or Lara Croft because Goofy dies by a rock. But I know. Uh which Kingdom Hearts? I would say King, I'd say Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 2 Goofy. The big goofy. The big goof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of the goof yeah, troop. I, I, I would have to say Goofy. Because I just don't think Laura has enough items starting out. No, She's I think if, if Goofy had lethal intent, uh he would have uh daddy energy, big daddy energy. Gotta mention if it was Kingdom Hearts 3 Goofy though, you start out with all the fucking uh the move where Sora picks him up and throws him and smashes him to the ground and carousel rides. He just launches in the air and Valkyrie drops. I shield rides over to Laura and then just bashes her upside the head. Nick does press the point here that she does have a boot knife. Can yeah. she uh can Lara Croft, do you think, in the perfect scenario where everything is on the line, can Lara Croft stop, get that shield out of the way and put a knife in Goofy's neck? Now, all right, she's laying face down in the swap. Goofy's got a shield pressed against her head. But is she's going to pull south and just like slowly rising from the muck or something? Trying to, yeah, trying to drown her and she's like trying to flail around and she grabs the boot knife and she just stabs behind her and gets Goofy in the side. I feel like Goofy does not have a weapon. I mean, the shield is a weapon, but he would just be bludgeoning her to death. Also, if Lars fifty feet away, she could totally run around, get the drop on him. Like she could just drop herself in mud and press against a tree. Goofy True. has absolutely no perception. Just looking around, oh, where'd she go? Oh, I think there's a lucky emblem over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a coin flip. This one'd be hard. This one's a skill matchup. Yeah, this is actually a good one to talk. I think Goofy. If this was, you know, protect the king and all that stuff, full strength. Problem is, though, we've seen full strength Goofy. It's not actually all that impressive. I right. think Laura has... A, 
she has enough versatility. I think she would win. But if you feel like Goofy would win, uh, this would be the last argument here. It's, it's hard to say. I'm going to flip a coin. You're going to flip a coin on who you vote for? That's how this works. That will be Laura. Oh, shit. It's heads. What does that mean? Uh, Laura won. Okay. In my all right, we're, we're going to submit it for Laura then. Okay, so Laura's next. All right, next on the list, uh, Dante from, uh, let's say, uh, do we want the remake Dante or do we want Devil May Cry 4 or uh, 5? Remake 4. It's classic. Okay. Uh, so Dante versus Doom Guy from Doom. Doom. Guy, huh? I, I feel like Dante would be all about the flair, but the moment Doom Guy gets a hold he of him, he would kill him so fucking quick. Dante would go around swinging his scythe and everything, and Doom Guy yeah, thinking about cool stuff, and he just grabs him by the head and just crushes him. Yeah, like Doom I, I want to give Dante more than that, but Dante is more about flair when handling hell, and Doom Guy is just straight to the point, vicious. Yeah, He's especially a even at the beginning, like no weapons, he just—that's just how he is. He's got his gun. That's all he needs. I'm glad we're able to get through these within reason. Oh boy, next one. Uh, Naughty Dog versus Rare. We got Crash Bandicoot versus Banjo and Kazooie. This is a bit more cartoony, but I think... Oh, man. I feel like Crash Bandicoot... Uh, Nick is asking in the chat, is Dante a demon? Uh, I mean, technically, he's isn't he part demon or something like that? I don't know too much about his lore, so I feel like Doom Guy would... You know, it's like, this is his natural prey here. Right. It was just too easy of a matchup. Crash Bandicoot versus Banjo and Kazooie. The big question is, what does Ban or Crash Bandicoot start in the beginning of the game? He, same thing he's got at the end of the game, his spin. Yeah, I was going to say, a spin attack, his lucky uh, sneakers. Banjo-Kazooie doesn't have too much either. Uh, it's got a slide attack. True. So... I feel like, yeah, I mean, they're both technically melee at that point. Kazooie would be able to shoot eggs and shit to, you know, fuck him up. Uh, Nick uh, in the chat is saying he has more abilities. Does he in the very beginning of the game when you press start, though? Because this is press start moves right now. I feel uh, like I'm just, go ahead. I was going to say, all I know is he's got the slide and, like, a peck. Hmm, hmm. We're going to need to bring an expert in. Amanda uh, is the Banjo-Kazooie expert. What moves does Banjo and Kazooie have in the very beginning of the game? Jump pound, okay. Oh, that'd be a good one. Peck. Yeah. Okay. Um, Does he have a slide or something? Anyway. He can just uh, swing. He swings like this. Okay. You know, the uh, southpaw style. Oh yeah, that's way much more than uh, Crash Bandicoot. Oh. He would he would I, kick Crash Bandicoot. I feel like he would uh, get one swing in just enough to stun the crash. And like Crash's main way of attacking is, you know, spinning around, you know, drunken fist style. Jumping I feel out. like uh, Banjo would get one hit and like Kazoo would just peck an eye out or something like that. And it would just turn into a blood match. I feel like Banjo and Kazoo would have this. Yeah, I, I definitely would too. Okay. Then I am going to give the, the win over the Banjo Kazooie. Good. So this one <laughs> is really weird. Uh, Solid so Snake versus Sonic. While you were asking Amanda that, I was watching a YouTube video of Solid Snake versus Sonic on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh boy! <laughs> well, um, I mean, this is the beginning of the game, which unfortunately means Sonic has early game like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, much as I'd want Solid Snake to win, his ability to, uh, I mean, he could get behind a tree, and after two seconds, his Octo Cam, uh, oh, uh, will you know turn him yeah, nearly. But- 
Sonic, Sonic sees him even for a split second. Yeah, he'd be done for. The beginning of the game, uh, you know, he has uh, Snake has a, a trink gun and I believe uh, a pistol, but uh, I Sonic gets in here. Yeah, that's what I, I would just he sees him and then Snake's dead. Like, oh, sorry. All right, next on the list, this one's actually gonna get fucking crazy here because uh, it's fucking Daddy Kratos from uh, Gears of War 4 uh, versus fucking Seth Roth. This is random, I, I I swear, guys. So, Seth Roth is the one-wing angel, but it's the beginning of his uh, presence. So he's just a man with a sword, a big-ass sword. Right, if you're thinking that the village before everything goes down. Yeah, over at uh, Nibelheim. Uh, so he is a, you know, a badass soldier character from Final Fantasy VII with a mask meme. What was they fought something right at the beginning of the village there? Uh, Green dragon, yes. Green dragon. But Kratos at the beginning has also fought. He's fought in a much larger dragon. Uh, oh, we're talking. Well, I mean, Kratos at the beginning, at the very beginning, he has nothing on. Well, I mean, technically, he has the chains of Olympus sitting under his house. So the question is, does he get that, or we're going to argue beginning of the game, he has just his axe. I feel like it would just be his axe. I could see Sephiroth just keeping his distance and just stabbing him. I Kratos. mean, Kratos could do the same thing. He could throw his fucking axe and freeze him. True. And so, if Sephiroth uh, hits it, he just uh, Kratos just has to raise his arm back up and pull it back. Plus, Kratos has crazy strength. Kratos is known to take hits. He can catch a you know a fucking sword and break it. Right? You know, Sephiroth it, has no special. He, uh, Sephiroth is not uh, godlike. Yeah, I might have uh, to give it to Kratos. I mean, he's a god killer, and Sephiroth's not even close to a god at this point. Nick does have. Uh, he wants to provide some input. He has all the powers from Chris's core. So, I mean, if that's the case, that would. If we're going to argue from that point, then that would mean Sephiroth is essentially up to the point where he gets fallen into the Mako and gets his weird godlike energies from Genova. So, I mean, Sephiroth, that still gives him expert swordsmanship and some minor powers, but uh, it's it's he's still brute strength at that point. Right. I, but fucking Kratos. Sothroth can cut an arm off. Kratos can rip one off. So, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Kratos is currently, you know, the god of war at that point, though. So, I feel like he would have regenerative properties, whereas Sothroth doesn't have that uh, power yet. Right. Yeah. Sothroth does have the range. Now, uh, put it in a dollar perspective. Uh, you fight the Valkyrie, who have very, very long reach. Now, that's later in the game, but if you just fight him with the axe, you can still parry the shit out of that stuff. True. And Kratos does have the ability to easily dodge. Sothroth can dodge, but if you look at him like in Crisis Core, he's kind of bulky. He's not as super agile unless he's in the air, but he doesn't have the wings yet. It's the beginning of the game. I think uh, Kratos is able to parry I, him. I would have to give it to Kratos with a uh, shout out to his kid helping yeah. out. Atreus just <laughs> packs uh, Sothroth the right in the shoulder or something like that right yeah I, i'm gonna have to give it to kratos but i mean i love sathroth but i think I beginning the of the game sathroth he, he's not like you know final form sathroth semi-finals the cloud versus sephiroth hmm. Hmm. this one's a bit weird of an interesting situation uh phantom ganon versus agent 47 first we got to figure out phantom ganon from wind waker ocarina of time it's actually wind waker wind waker i nostalgia i mean yeah plus uh I'd like to think that uh, 
Wind Waker uh, Phantom Ganon has the uh, you know a bigger repertoire, if you will. Yeah. So the uh, big question is: Agent Forty Seven is a stealth guy, right? In the woods. With, in the woods. So Ganon's main attack, his reflectable ball energy, would have some difficulty hitting him. Uh, even if uh, he did manage to connect, do you think uh, Agent Forty Seven would try to play the tennis game, or would you say do you think he would say fuck it? I don't think he has anything to play the tennis game with, and I think that's the big issue. Yeah, I mean he's good at impersonating people. <laughs> I can imagine, like I imagine him like uh, just snapping Zelda's neck and dressing up as her for the the remainder of the the All rounds right. if it came down to it. He's got nothing. I would say he would have like a pistol or something, but even like then, uh, phantoms. right? Like I don't right. want to go all like, oh, you have to have the light arrows because then Phantom Cannon will just make it to the end. But you're not gonna shoot him. You gotta find a better way to beat him. And right. Plus, he he, he doesn't die from that typically. You had to shoot him with light arrows in order to kill him. But I would say that uh, let's not argue that because then it would eventually just break down. Uh, Phantom Cannon would win if Zelda wasn't in the final right. round. Uh, I would say, I mean, Hitman was not, he was not meant to shoot people. He was, I mean, he would, but he tried to do it stealthily. I don't think he would just upright shoot him. I feel like Phantom Ganon would win with like homing missiles and all this stuff. He would just be overpowered. Right. Uh, I, Nick I would, in the chat is arguing about Kratos. He doesn't have a kid. Fucking chill. He still beats Seth Rob. God damn. Yep. I would go with Phantom Ganon for that. Okay. Simple enough. The next all one's right. easy. Next one easy. It's. <laughs> 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 oh god it's Spyro the dragon versus master chief from the halo series yeah i think Spyro has this easy yeah easy no problem okay so Spyro, let me let me defend him at least all Spyro right, right. in the beginning of uh let's say any of his games essentially has the horn attack and the flame breath as well as the power of limited flight <laughs> Uh, Master Chief, chief in the beginning of pretty much any game would have you know uh, smg smg thank you assault rifle and, sorry and may, or at the you know maybe a grenade or two i'm just imagining spiral trying to do a horn attack to the mjolnir suit and True. then just I, dying i feel like uh he his flame breath wouldn't do that much damage i mean we've gotten hit with you know fire or explosive attacks and you know it's damage master chief but they kill him i, can just I feel like spiral uh hitting him would just, go ahead no, you go. I just imagine him charging in and Master Chief just gunning him down instantly. <laughs> I was thinking him actually getting the jump on Master Chief, hitting him with his horn attack, and Chief just spins around and <laughs> looks at him and then curb stomp. Motherfucker. What did he just do? Okay. All right. I can't defend Spyro. It's Master yeah, Chief here. It was, I mean, it was a he bad has the advantage. This is a battle royale of video game characters. Uh, Jill Valentine versus Cloud. Jill Valentine, I would say uh, she would have the gun with uh, six bullets because it's Resident Evil, and Cloud would uh, just have his Buster Blade. Cloud, uh, let's remind the audience, Cloud, before the events of Final Fantasy VII, aka the very beginning, right before that happened a couple years previous, Cloud was pumped full of machine gun lead and left over the edges of Midgar and was given amnesia. Can Jill, with six bullets, take him out? Is that enough? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I just he he's pretty overpowered from the beginning. Um, he falls off at the end. Jill just got a, another bad matchup. I mean, uh, Cloud, you know, in the very beginning, drops off a train in front of people who have fucking machine guns. Jill with a handgun, I just feel like wouldn't handle the chance here if the argument was to be made. Right. I think, uh, yeah, Jill got a, a, band, a bad hand set here. 
when I throw cloud. I, I think she could too. So this one, I already know how this is going to go. I, I'm going to say, uh, I was about to say Breath of the Wild. Uh, Link versus Tracer. Nothing. But yeah, I was going to say he's completely naked. He just jumps out of the tub and gets immediately grenaded. The problem uh, is Legend of Zelda is such a big collection game that Link right. at the beginning is weak. I would say that uh, like Skyward Sword or something, give him like the, the a basic sword, like the training sword even, and a wooden shield. I, just, I don't think it'd be enough. No, he would not have a, a single chance against Tracer whatsoever. He didn't be able to hold a shield out. Tracer would just phase right next to him and just pop him. Another, I, uh, another unfortunate matchup, but I mean, that that's how brackets that's go. That's how I'm going to say randomized brackets would go. So this is the one I think Brandon was laughing at. Uh, it wasn't actually. It was the next one. Oh, okay. Good one, deal. Three, just the person, not the bracket. Sorry. So uh, this matchup is going to be Sub Zero versus Pikachu. So Pikachu has fucking agility like a motherfucker, but I feel like if Pokemon, you know, anime battle styles were to be, you know, I feel like Sub Zero would freeze the entire area, which would give Pikachu a heavy disadvantage. And don't forget, if we're going beginning, Pikachu just has tackle and growl. Give him at least Thundershock. All right. Give, give him a light Thundershock here. And Sub-Zero in the beginning of the game, you know, it's the same at the end of the game, essentially. Right. Uh, I would say uh, beginning of the Let's give Pikachu, like, uh, level 12. Level 12. Uh, early game. Early game. Still can't beat the first gym leader because, you know, Brock has Onyx and you, dude. So uh, that, that would give Pikachu uh, quite a few things, uh, but nothing too crazy. I feel like Pikachu could, you know, electrocute Sub Zero, but I feel like to get in the position, Sub Zero would essentially be ready to just freeze this motherfucker over anytime Pikachu tries to get in a hit. Unless okay. Pikachu goes fast enough to just, you know, keeps tackling him from different directions. But I feel like all it takes is once. Right. And, and I, I don't Pikachu, think, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think Sub Zero would be one to fall down from being tackled by a rat. And with the ice fucking everywhere that he would be hitting the trees and stuff with, I mean, all it takes is Pikachu to slip once, and it's yeah, game over. I think I might uh, have Sub Zero. I, I mean, I feel like Pikachu later on, you know, just a good Thunderbolt or something like that would just take him out. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, uh, Sub Zero wins early game. Uh, so this one, and we're we're at the second last of round one here. Dr. Eggman versus GLaDOS, but I realize, or GLaDOS, I realize GLaDOS, you know, is fixed to a roof, so she's now in a, uh, a rocket <laughs> wheelchair. So, let's say she has her rockets, but otherwise she's in, like, a rocket-powered wheelchair. Uh, I would say Dr. Eggman in this argument would also be in some kind of, like, small mech or something like that. So, you know, your, your basic egg uh, walker kind of situation. Right. So this is actually very well uh, placed to each other because I, I feel like God. I was gonna say I feel like they wouldn't even participate and they would just. Kinda... I feel like yeah, they would team up. Yeah. because uh, you know they're both not wily, but they're wily. So I. Okay, let's say they team up, but for the sake of the five minute battle, one of them's gonna betray the other. Who do you think is more likely to betray the other person? I feel like they'd betray oh. each other immediately. <laughs> yeah, Gladys. But GLaDOS does show that she can manipulate from Portal 2 because she uses Shell to her advantage in beating um, Wheatley. Hmm. So I feel like she'd be more devious. 
I really want Dr. Eggman to win, but I feel it's like hard. he's always straightforward, evil, almost to the comical sense. I mean, fuck, in the, the Sonic <laughs> Boom cartoon show, he watched Sonic Boom, <laughs> where he, you know, teams up with the, you know, it starts talking on like Skype uh, with the other evil villain. He's like, ha, ah, I'm starting to learn some of this good stuff. LOL. It's like, God damn it, Dr. Eggman. He's uh, obsessed with, um, Oh, what are they called? They're the puppy dog figurines that can fight, and him and Amy end up becoming friends over it. <laughs> Jordan loves the show. Like I said, he loves Sonic, so I've watched a lot of it. Uh, I feel like uh, Dr. Eggman, they, they point their guns at each other and like, wow, we're both intelligent. But I feel like Dr. Eggman's too fucking gullible in this situation yeah. where Gladys is in fact devious. I feel like if yep. they had to fight or walk away, only one could walk away, and they didn't realize that. I feel like Gladys would win. I, I would agree. All right. Last one is uh, Samus Aran from the Metroid series versus Lightning from Final Fantasy 13. Remember, beginning of the uh, uh, the game. Uh, I'm gonna say, empty. Uh, I'm going to say Samus from Metroid Prime. Uh, or, I mean, it doesn't matter. They only have one fucking thing. Uh, and Lightning would have a sword, essentially. Yeah. Do you think she, she knows uh, a spell or something in the very beginning? Or? I'm trying to think. I think it's just her sword. I feel like, uh, I mean, it's range versus, I mean, lightning's quick, though. Plus yeah, but not that quick. You don't think, uh, okay, yeah, she's not literally lightning in the very beginning of Final Fantasy 13. Or do you want to argue lightning in her stage in Final Fantasy uh, 13-3, where, <laughs> you know, lightning's essentially her god form? No, I, I would say that from the beginning of Final Fantasy 13, when you're on the trains, she's pretty standard. She'd just be like a normal human. I think Samus would... Ooh. Nick what? is making a, a horrible point, which is kind of ironic. Samus, in the very beginning of Metro Prime, has all her shit, but True. then she loses it. She has all her shit. And this we said we push start. Uh, I can say round two, she loses it, but I think she has a, like an immediate clear advantage. This yeah. is like an instant win. Yep. I would it's, say like, so. oh, it's like the, uh, the fucking man-eater bug from Yu-Gi-Oh! Just like first round, he instantly defeats an enemy. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. Samus wins. Samus wins. That's round one. So round two, I would say, is like a good few hours in. So uh, they get their first power-ups and all that stuff, if they have any. So this is going to be more interesting. So Mega Man versus Zelda in the first round of uh, round two. So Mega Man has, you know, a couple of extra power-ups. Uh, has good uh, versatility. It has some good different move. abilities. You know, could get a good uh, free shot or a fire shot, depending on what Mega Man you're playing and all that stuff. And what order are you going? What would Zelda like? What Zelda are we arguing? Are we still arguing? Uh, I think we since we did Super Smash, we got to do that oh. all throughout. Okay, no, I'm fine with that. Zelda can reflect all that shit. But let me throw this out there. Yes, if we're into it even just a little bit. Zelda has some percentage on her damage because her fight with Gerald's not going to be a clean fight. She might oh, be at percent. Okay, we're, so we're talking like uh, they're not at full health of the full thing. Okay, well, I'll argue that. Smash, at least. I mean, do you think Nathan Drake wasn't able to get a couple of shots in of Mega Man then? Well, I know, but Mega Man could find a way to heal. I guess we'll, we can't really say that because maybe there's items that drop and she found well, a True. I, I'm going to say, I feel like the, you know, I would say just, you know, standard fight here because we're getting really technical with it. Well, we we so, could YouTube this one too. Okay. Like Mega Man versus Zelda. I feel like. Mega Man would be able to suppress Zelda, but Zelda, uh, if she went in, she could reflect and get a lot of hits in. 
Let's see. Let um, me get to the end of this video. I am definitely watching a tournament style here. Oh, oh boy. One health. Mega Man's got 43%. They're fighting on the edge. And Mega Man fell. Shit. Yeah. Shit. I, I feel like all it takes is uh, for a Zelda to take a stick, sharpen it, put it on the ground, let it be considered a spike, and then just throw Mega Man on it to one-shot him. So he dies instantly on spikes. Right. I feel like Zelda wins here. Uh, Mega yeah. Man would have like uh, the firepower, but Zelda has the versatility to reflect that and return fire. Her uh, fiery explosive ball. She yeah. can send that around fucking corners. She can control that shit. I, I would say so. I would say she would definitely beat Mega Man. Plus, she can teleport. True. You gotta remember that she can sit behind a tree up Mega Man using jet and jumping off of him and Zelda just appearing right next to Mega Man still. Nice. Alright, so uh what's the final verdict here? I would say Zelda. Alright, feel bad for Link also, getting in. Your seed uh put the number one and the number thirty-two person together. I just noticed that. What are the odds? One and thirty-two, I guess. I sure, sure. So next on the list is Ezio from Assassin's Creed versus a Big Daddy. Can Big Daddy's uh, suit be penetrated by those knives from the hand? Big Daddy, you know, uh, Ezio can get in the trees and hide fairly quickly, and I feel like Big Daddy would, uh, you know, search and try drilling trees, but Ezio can fucking jump. He's right. on the tree, tree. But if he gets the drop on Big Daddy, can he kill the him in Assassin's style? So in the game... In Bioshock, you can kill them by shooting them, but it takes a lot of bullets. And doesn't it, don't you need like some kind of armor penetrating to really hurt them or something like that? Yeah. Is there anything like that? So, what can a serrated knife coming from, you know, your hand do? Can it penetrate it? I don't think so. I think maybe if there's one more round and Ezio had like some explosive ammo or something for a crossbow, but. True. What does Ezio get in the very beginning? Like, uh, plus, uh, you know, a couple hours, and he'll say, he might have like a, he has a sword, so he can sword, but he just doesn't want a sword against a big daddy. Uh, he might have throwing knives or something like that, but I don't think throwing knives is going to do anything. I feel like uh, Ezio is just going to have to lay in his bed of hay and just take it. Just take the big daddy's drill. I think big daddy's uh, going strong here. Uh, I just think like yeah. they're both physical, and I think big daddy has the advantage here. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, oh boy, Laura Croft versus Doom Guy. This is a hard one. Uh, let's say Lara Croft has you know different like types of arrows now. Right. Uh, she has. She can travel around the trees a little bit more, so she's a little bit more agile at this point. Uh, she also has weaponry. She has her pistol and her shotgun. I would say at this point. And Doom Guy just has a couple more weapons. I, I mean, he he does have a lot of explosive power at this point. So the question is though, Doom Guy's stuff is probably going to tear through trees like a son of a bitch, even in the beginning of the game. So he probably has just as much firepower as well as, ex you know, super explosives. Because right. that's no AK, I would say that would probably be the next round if she made it. Because, uh, I mean, she doesn't get a machine gun until about halfway to two-thirds of the game. This is still the first quarter. I think Doom Guy gets this easy. I think so, and I feel bad about it because I feel like he's just going to have a run. And he's just going to fucking book it until uh, everybody gets into endgame. Right. I mean, some people get a nice, easy early game, and it just falls off, and there's some people that, if they can somehow scrape the teeth... I mean, this is how it works, unfortunately, with this island of yeah. horrible situations. Yeah. Banjo-Kazooie versus Sonic. Banjo we'll now has... That in a while. What's that? We'll be able to actually see that in a while. 
Yeah, that's true. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, I mean, they got different egg powers and stuff, and they do have the power of flight. But, I mean, Sonic can just easily go in the air, and he has incredible speed. Uh, I don't know how much firepower uh, Banjo would have to give Sonic. Sonic? Banjo... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think Sonic's advantage is, although he doesn't progress in strength, he is really strong early game. And I think he just is too strong for Banjo and Kazooie right now. Unless Banjo and Kazooie has like a type of egg or something that can like somehow slow down the ground or something, this you know, stick him. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. Is there are we giving it to Sonic then? Egg Banjo Kazooie. Nope, there's nothing. <laughs> okay. I think we have to give it to Sonic. Sonic. Alright, good deal. Alright, next up is Daddy Kratos versus Phantom Ganon. Phantom Ganon still has their you know the his early powers, but he's a straight, you know, to it. Kratos I, at this point. Go ahead. I, I would have to say, so I in my head, this is how I imagine this fight going. So Ganon appears, Phantom Ganon appears, and he charges up his ball and he goes to throw it at him to do the tennis, and Kratos just kind of watches it go by. And he just fucking throws his axes to Phantom Ganon. Sticks him right in the forehead or some shit. Uh, fuck this shit. I would say Kratos has his shield and all that. Plus he has extra power-ups and different moves he can do at this point. I think Kratos not only could easily overpower in the tennis match, he could say fuck and just throw his axe and just yeah. kill Phantom Ganon. I think Daddy Kratos wins it here. That was actually a lot easier than I was expecting. <laughs> Master Chief versus Cloud. Cloud has Materia now, but he has like uh, fire, ice, cure. Can Cloud get enough to do damage and heal himself uh, enough to make it a, a win of uh, attrition? Or Because uh, Master Chief, at this point, would have some good weaponry. I could have a plasma grenade. A needler. He just yeah. needs Cloud. <laughs> you, like, Cloud just comes around. He's like, I got materia. And then just says Master Chief with, like, this giant satchel of different weaponry from across, the like, the first five hours of the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd have it. I could even see Master Chief being in, like, a ghost by now. <laughs> fine fuck it master chief's in the ghost uh i feel like cloud should get a motorcycle then all right ghost versus motorcycle so they just battled down this uh one highway that's on this island what's up the ghost can shoot though true i mean cloud can we have seen that cloud can reflect bullets why or how who fucking knows it's Big great sword question is though can i feel like cloud would cut up uh, see, Nick in the chat is suggesting Master Chief could just put a sniper around in Cloud's head. From 50 feet, though, with tree coverage in the beginning, no I feel scope. like it would be rough. Yeah, he, uh, he could no scope it. I mean, this, you know, Halo 3 it or, or Halo 2 it, my bad. Would, uh, the thing is, though, with the ghost of his plasma bolts, would he be able to deflect that? Ooh. I mean, can Cloud deflect magic? In the game, no. Uh, in his uh, RPG, uh, you know, movie stuff, uh, I'm. He, can yeah uh the question is though i i just don't i feel like cloud would look badass but he would just all it takes is one shot to cripple him master chief gives him uh a materia says here have this kid it's a plasma grenade <laughs> cloud goes to put it into his sword and uh you know oh jeez. yeah i i just feel like uh I feel like um, Cloud would look cool as shit, but Master Chief would get the final shot in. Yep, I, I would agree. Hmm, that's kind of scary. What uh, Master Chief powers? Uh, what we're giving him at this point? The next fight. Next fight will be interesting. Tracer versus Sub Zero. 
I, I like what you said with Pikachu's speed versus Sub-Zero. If it was Tracer versus Pikachu, I think Tracer would win. Mm. As far as speed is concerned, because she has more, you know, time powers than just being fast. True. So even if Sub-Zero does get that good hit and freezes the door over, or as she's freezing, she could just go back in time, I'd like to think. Plus, now she has her ultimate. We could say alter, ultimate alternating rounds. True. So she can just toss that bitch, suck him in, hold him in place, and explode him. He's not, I mean, he's not shown in the game to be very mobile, uh, at least in your standard uh, Mortal Kombat games. Maybe he isn't like a, you know, one of the ones where you're actually running around a 3D platform and whatnot, but uh, he's not shown to be fragile. Or, well, he's very fragile. He's made of ice, or he's ice space. He's good, long range and short range freezing. I feel like Tracer uh, just got the edge here just by, you know, shooting from afar. Sub Zero can throw icicles and shit, but Tracer's way too fast for that shit. Yeah. And she could just phase through it. True. Or not through it, but, you know, phase around. We're going to give it the Tracer then. Uh, la- uh, last one of the round two GLaDOS and a rocket <laughs> wheelchair versus Samus Aran. Samus, I would say, has ball form, maybe mines and a missile. Oh, I was going to so, say no items. She'd lost her items after the last round. True. And then she- I'd have to go to Gladys just out of. Okay. Samus is nothing but her blaster. And Gladys, I would say, just has. I mean, she had standard attire. I feel like Gladys would be too fast for Samus at this point. I mean, <laughs> Samus has defeated, has defeated fast and strong opponents in the very beginning. But of like Metro Prime, they're not that big or strong in the very beginning. It's not towards the end, and that's with a lot of fear power. Her suit, I don't think, could handle something like that. I would say that GLaDOS in a rocket real- wheelchair that able to shoot rockets at uh, Samus will like fire around through the dirt and stuff. I feel like GLaDOS would kill herself at this point just running <laughs> into a tree, but that's okay. She's a computer. She's fast enough. Uh, let's see. Samus doesn't have ball form in the very beginning after uh, losing all her items. She's, She's got just a, a, a running gunner. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nick in the chat's asking how the hell is GLaDOS faster. It's because GLaDOS is in a fixed position in the game, but she would instantly lose just by that alone, essentially. So I wanted to give her mobility. And clearly it's going to win her this. I accidentally uh, buffed a player too much. Time to nerf him. And that's yeah, We'll nerf her in round three. All right, so we're at round three. We are at the halfway point, but it's going to be a lot faster because there's only four uh, matches to be had here. First one, Zelda versus Big Daddy. I still got to give it to Big Daddy, I think. Can Big Daddy resist magic in uh, Bioshock? If you throw like electricity one night into him, does it cripple him? I don't know personally. I'm asking for your thoughts here. It damages them, but I don't know about like it shocking his system for lightning. She's all magic because... She can pick up the biggest guy with magic via grapple, super smash brothers, and throw. Question sure. is, though, I mean, uh, her uh, reflective thing, she's more of a magical dealer. She, I don't think she can, uh, she can fuck him up. I don't think it can, uh, she can, like, stop him. I feel like once it's, uh, she'd be able to stun him, but I don't think she'd be able to kill him with her magic. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's hard. I mean, is there a way for Zelda to stop a big daddy from charging at her? She can teleport, <laughs> throw him at the ledge. Yeah, I'll just throw him off and throw him into the storm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I feel like uh, she'd be able to dodge her, but like battle and nutrition, she can't, you know, she'd be wasting magic on him the entire time. Right. Does she have a magic gauge? I would say no. 
honestly, but you know, it's you know, godly power that she's drawing from. Does she have in Super Smash Brothers? Does she have light arrows, or is that that's she her ultimate smash? I mean, this is the midway point. You just gave Tracer her ultimate. Yeah. But I feel like we should wait for final smash moves like that, uh, like semifinals. Right. Uh, which sucks because, you know, I want Zelda to win, but... I, I just don't think she has the strength needed to be... A I, I mean, I think explosive her explosive bomb attacks could fuck up Big Daddy, though. But all it takes is one swing from Big Daddy and Zelda's done for. Crumple for... Uh, I mean, this is Ocarina of Time based uh, Zelda in Super Smash Bros. She does not have, you know, superb agility. Right. She gets answer. kidnapped by Ganon. Dwarf, typically. Ganon Dwarf. I'm going to have to say. Yeah, I would, I would have to give it to Big Daddy, I think. That's much I think Big Daddy fun. will win in the long run, yeah. It's heartbreaking, man, I feel like. Zelda, no. Uh, oh, no. All right. Next is Doom Guy versus Sonic. Shit. You know, this is a hard one because this is a fucking hard one. I would say uh Sonic is still going strong. It wouldn't be until the next round I would give him like the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, Doom guy would have all sorts of fucking firepower, but Sonic has faced firepower after firepower from Eggman without any problems. If you think like I, I know we're going Sonic from wait, which Sonic are we doing? I just figured Sonic is Sonic is Sonic. I was thinking like Sonic the Hedgehog or something like that well, i was gonna say i mean if you think about like his 3d games he has literally gone on airships that have been constantly firing at him and just destroys their guns one at a time the big question is what can sonic do can sonic injure doom guy i mean enough blows to the head and you're gonna be doom guy though i mean he can die that is true uh, Nick in the chat is arguing that Doom Guy can run at 90 miles per hour. Uh, he must have forgot that uh, Sonic can run at 700. Uh, yeah, and he I, does have all his guns. Uh, so, if if Doom Guy grabs Sonic, I don't think there's much that Sonic can do. The question is though, can a 90 mile per hour Doom Guy running around be quick enough to get uh, like a chance grab? I think he could grab Sonic, but. We're not here for chances. We're here for like flat out statistics and you know, fights. I think if he has an explosive weapon, that would I mean, Eggman has shot all sorts of rocket launchers at Sonic. True. I mean, if you think about Sonic from the movies, he literally plays the drums on the rockets, dodging them all. <laughs> True. Uh, and also, I mean, we'd he'd want to be shooting bullets and whatnot. I feel like Sonic would be able to hit him, but I don't think he'd be able to get like a good final blow before he gets shot. I feel like eventually a stray bullet's going to hit him. Getting annoyed. Wait, what's up? Doom guy just getting annoyed as he gets hit more and more and more and just goes crazy, just starts shooting everywhere. I I mean, Doom guy at this point would have so much crazy shit going on, especially in like uh, the 2016 Doom. I think Doom guy would eventually hit Sonic and cripple him. Yeah. Trip him. <laughs> True. I feel like Sonic would uh, like... If it was just a video game, whatnot, I think Sonic would win. But in this realistic, realistic uh, style battle, uh, I think uh, I think Doom Guy would get it. Yeah, I would agree. All right, all right. Next one is Daddy Kratos, Kratos versus Master Chief. Wait, why didn't Doom Guy go? He's still there fighting Sonic. Oh, did he? <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> uh, oh, here, let me. Uh, I, I I screwed up. Let's see, bump it down zero, Doom Guy, submit scores. There we go. There we go. Daddy Kratos versus Master Chief. 
Daddy Kratos has, uh, I would say he has uh, all his weapons at this point. Uh, he's a little bit stronger. He's defeated the fucking dragon and all that stuff. He's fought against a couple of gods. Mm-hmm. And Chief has a rocket launcher. Master Chief has a fucking plasma sword that can one shot. True. If he gets close enough, Kratos is much. I mean, Kratos is good at dodging and shit, but can you dodge the plasma sword, Pierce? I don't know. Oh, shit. These are hard, Tyler. I know, right? Uh, wait. Oh, wait. No, never mind. I was going to say, isn't there a PlayStation game where you, Kratos fights Master Chief, but Master Chief's not in it? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, sure. Never. Uh, so I think if Kratos is somehow able to get close range, he wins. But Master Chief is not going to let him get close range. Right. Kratos doesn't have any kind of mobility to get him past machine gun fire. He can use the coverage of trees. He could throw a fucking tree if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, but he if you throw a tree, a forest, what's up? So if you're trying to throw a tree in a forest, it's just gonna hit more trees. True. What if he just uses the tree as a shield and charges that uh, creator or Master Chief? Then Master Chief will be pushed up against the wall and will just fly off the map. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know. What's next day? Uh, let's see. He's asking if they're both in Soul Calibur. <laughs> Master Chief is, is not in anything but a Halo game, as far as I'm aware. I've never heard of Master Chief in anything but a Halo game. Uh, Microsoft does not have their Smash Brothers equivalent uh, versus like All Stars or Super Smash Brothers. I don't know. Wait, Nick is saying Master Chief is in Soul Calibur? What? What? Link. I don't believe that shit. <laughs> Can't, well, I mean, Kratos does have a shield, too. Master Chief versus Kratos. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> boy. This is, this is a tough one because I want to give it to Kratos, but Master Chief has the good suppressing fire. He has explosions, explosives, rocket launcher, sniper, machine guns, every grenade you could think of. You can put traps in the ground. You can throw those little spike traps in the ground. No, th th sorry. I'm getting that mistaken with uh, resistance. So this, uh, there's actually a poll for Master Chief versus Kratos, and it lists all of their powers and stuff. And Nick, Nick is asking about a Scorpion tank. I will give him that next round if he can survive uh, the next round. Master Chief's power is adaptive, agile, danger sense, energy shield, gadgets, healing, holographic projection, implants, intellect, and vulnerability leadership, and just goes on and on and on. Super strength, super speed, tracking, unarmed combat weapon master, and Kratos is. Superhuman strength, endurance, guild warrior, divine powers. That's it. Oof. <laughs> Someone was a suck up to the chief. All right. I just thought that was funny. All right. I want to hear what your thoughts are. How would it play out? I think at this point, chief being the guy. See, that's the thing is that Master Chief in his games is lucky. True. And if, uh, I was going to ask, when was if he had a banshee? But I feel like Kratos would just fucking start tossing trees at yeah, him. If it was a banshee, it'd be. Kratos all day. Are we are we just progressing that? So we go Ghost Banshee Tank, but if we do Banshee, then yeah, eventually he just gets an elephant in the final round. <laughs> he gets a Halo ring. Just turns a plan in himself. Is that how he ends it? If he makes yeah. it to the end, I I think I think Good job, John. Win. I think Kratos would win. Kratos does have ranged weapons too. Don't forget the chains of Olympus. He can toss them motherfuckers as well as the axe. I, I think Kratos would be shot. Master Chief would shoot him. 
and Kratos would just turn around and fucking pull Master Chief to him. Kratos also has uh, Spartan Rage at this point. I think he would just uh, go ape shit and be able to charge in with uh, minimal damage. I don't think bullets would affect him at this point. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to go to Kratos. All right, then the end of Master Chief. Uh, no, no uh, Scorpion tank for my man, unfortunately. All right, next one is Tracer versus GLaDOS in a rocket wheelchair. I think this would be comical. It would. Like, that's my first thought. It's like GLaDOS wouldn't even be like trying to like, like she would be charging ahead and Tracer would be chasing after her. And I imagine GLaDOS just shooting rockets at her. Which Tracer would most likely dodge. She would be able to dodge. I feel like even in a fucking rocket powered wheelchair, Tracer would still have the speed and the firepower. She would just have to shoot the rocket. Right, shoot the rocket, shoot the eyeballs. Tracer would make a show of it, and she would, you know, run all the way up to Gladys and just rip a core out. Oof. Just fun. I think I think you're right. I, I can't even argue it. I can't <laughs> even argue it. I think Tracer would win this one. Gladys has missiles in the original game. And flamethrowers, too, I think. I don't remember. Or no, I don't remember uh, yeah. but she did have missiles. Big she, she just keeps shitting sentry bots. <laughs> That would have been fun. Okay, so these last two rounds, I say they have everything. Everything? Yes, in the final round, they uh, enter some kind of ascended strength, like, you know, uh, Knights of the Round of Cloud made it or something like that at that point. So, she would have to be in the facility. That's why I argued in the beginning that Gladys is in a rocket wheelchair. Jeez, Nick, get up the game. Two, the semifinals, we've got two matches here. The first one is Big Daddy versus Doom Guy. Uh, let's say this might be Big Daddy from Bioshock 2 at this point, so he has upgraded abilities and whatnot. Right. Uh, can Big Daddy still hold up to Doom Guy though? I don't think so because they still die from bullets. And True. It's Doom Guy's specialty. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Big Daddy was uh, set up to fail at this point, going against Doom Guy. I mean, this is eventually brute strength. I mean, thankfully, it'd be cool to watch. It'd be sweet to watch just because the fight would be long. It would be a long, drawn-out fight. But in the end, I think Doom Guy would have it. I agree. I agree. Uh, much as I want to give Big Daddy the credit here, I think Doom Guy is just fucking far. too OP. He's too OP. What's up? I said Big Daddy made it far. Killed Luigi hey. and Zelda. All right. So the other semi matches Daddy Kratos versus Tracer. Uh, Tracer hit her high point uh, at round two. So she doesn't have, you know, she still has everything though. Uh, Kratos, I would say, is uh, he's got his armor, fancy shit. He's got every weapon. He's got every power that he, you can think of. I think Tracer would try to be kind of a show off and Kratos would just fucking grab her as she's tracing. Does. I know this is sexist, but I need to ask. Besides maybe some Medusas, I don't think I've ever seen Kratos kill a woman in any God of War game. Hmm. In fact, uh, he's been oddly protective. The only uh, thing I exception I can think is Gaia, who's a goddamn titan. And he's not even really trying to kill her. He's just trying to use him at her, her as a stepping stone. Uh, Nick argues the harpies, but I'm thinking like a, a human-looking woman, he's never had Kratos. the heart to kill. Kratos kills his wife and daughter. That is true. That is fucking true. He did kill his own wife. Whoops. Yeah, so... He was possessed, though, by Ares at that point. But, I mean, at this point, we're talking about, like, Kratos. You know, he's in super god... (laughs) Superhero Saiyan god mode. Yeah, I think Tracer would get a couple shots off him, and he'd just rage out, and... I think at that point, he would have so much strength that he could close, like, distance easily. I'm just seeing him, like... 
grabbing her as she tries to, you know, teleport by him and just grab her by the neck and just pulls her out in front. I think at that point, like, he would be able to, like, shift the fucking earth at this point, and I don't think uh, she'd be able to handle, like, his strength. Balance or and Nick, yes, he does kill Athena, but it was strictly by accident because he, she, he was trying to kill Zeus, okay? Uh, <laughs> he was very regretful over this. He, he does not like killing women, but uh, he's going to do it because he wants to win. Yeah, I would I give it Kratos. Sorry, Tracer, uh, you did get the long run here. So this is really, it, it devolved into power play. So final round, Doom well, Guy versus Maddie. So yeah, <laughs> see you the next episode, everybody. Well, and our support our Patreon for five dollars or more. You can hear the uh, the final assessment of Doom Guy and Kratos. It's a thirty second clip, but it costs five bucks. But it costs five bucks. All right, Nick is naming all the people that he's killed that is female. So I don't feel too bad anymore. Okay, then I retract right. my statement. Kratos is not sexist. He'll kill anybody that pisses him off. But can he kill Doom Guy? Can he kill Doom Guy? Can he that kill him? That would be a long fucking match. I feel like that would take fucking forever because Kratos can regenerate. Doom guy, I don't. He gets health from killing people, so if he can't kill Kratos, it would be a horrifically slow battle of attrition. Does Doom have ammo? I would say Doom has ammo. I would say this is like an open field. This is like Goku versus Vegeta. Maybe some rocks around at the most, but Doom does have ammo. What do you mean? Like I mean, AKA, he can run out. Yeah, but a Doom guy at this point at the final stage, he would have like fourteen different guns. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, after a while, he would just be shooting Kratos, and Kratos would be hitting him, and they both just not die. Doom guy would eventually run out of ammo. The Doom guy does have like some damn good strength, though. Maybe not Kratos strength. This would be uh, like the situation where Kratos fights uh, Boulder from uh, uh, God of War. Where, uh, where you know they're fighting and beating the shit out of each other, but neither can't really die except Doom Guy could. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard. Doom Guy has so much utility, though. I'm wondering, though, is it strong enough? Has Doom Guy killed Satan himself? I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Let's see. Has he killed a li- Doom Guy? I feel like Doom Guy has legitimately killed gods, so this is not a impossible feat for him but it's not i guess after we break down that thing can he kill him i would say yes he can can kratos fight back yeah uh because as we know uh doom guy it certainly dies a lot of times in the games to demons and stuff let alone you know kratos i mean yeah it could be a tie if you want to leave it at that they just hold each other like bleeding out as the force field comes in and kills them both i think if we say that, I think I would definitely have to give it to Kratos then, because I feel like he'd have more health and regen than Doom Guy, and Doom Guy would just slowly poison to death. Hmm. 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 I agree. Yeah. Also, fuck Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, also, I agree. But, I mean, that's kind of a cheap way to do it, but if we were to go and think about it, I really do think Doom Guy and Kratos would have a long, drawn-out fight. Doom Guy would run out of ammo and just in classic nature for him just go up and start beating the shit out of kratos as much as he can but kratos would just kratos have... still has weapons weapons don't require ammo but i mean doom guy i believe has like uh melee weapons like a chainsaw <laughs> i mean then you're getting into gas powered <laughs> oh gosh how far are we taking this fuck it i'm saying kratos wins i i think so all right uh 32 people daddy kratos made it to the top there was a lot of interesting fights and set up but uh i think with these 32 people dropped down 
with a vicious fight at the very end, uh, Doom Guy would eventually succumb to Kratos. I agree with this. Yeah, that was a long fight. Print it out, put it on the uh, on the website. Yeah, give it the drop. All right, you got it. Oh shit! Mother uh, drop. Good deal. Thank you for uh, thank you for humoring me with this. No other tournaments. I was looking on your profile and see if you had any oh, other tournaments. Yeah, no, sorry, that was my first time using that thing. All right. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, can you take care of game releases? Sure. Let me tab over here. All right. So we have uh, Soul Seraph coming out on July 10th for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I have no idea what it's about. Don't worry. I don't either. So <laughs> We also have Blazing Chrome, which I have no idea what it's about, coming out July 11th uh, for all four platforms as well. Um, and I can't. Um, we also have Dragon Quest Builders 2, which was announced recently. Um, have you ever played a Dragon Quest game? I have not, and I know Dragon Quest Builders is not a Dragon Quest game. No, it's essentially like a Minecraft-style game. Or uh, Stardew, I've if you want. Played it. I've seen it. I've seen, I think, 9 or whatever the popular North American one is. Maybe it was 11 or something like that. Good question, but... Uh, it's weird Wait, that uh, it's not coming out for three. Oh, it's not 360. Uh, Xbox One. Yeah, it's a big surprise. It's not coming out for the Xbox 360. Weird, I'm huh? Surprised it's not coming out for PC. True, but that'll but, be uh, well. Dragon Quest. I believe uh, is Square Enix, right? Yes. Or is it? But Square Enix has PlayStation, or I mean, um, PC games. True, but they're not really known for dropping it straight on PC right. usually. Yeah. But, I don't I, I might pick it up if it's cheap, $40 game. I'm just weirded out because I believe the first one was uh, primarily handheld games, but since Switch is now the handheld uh, de facto after you know 3DS and Vita, it, it just throws me off. It weirds me out it a bit. Such great looking games on it, you know? Yeah. Oof. That would be uh, nice looking. Yeah. So <laughs> this same gaming, uh, for those who are listening, this is uh, for July 8th. Uh, I, I know. I, I, I forgot to change it, but I got it fixed. All right. Uh, so in 2016, uh, Final Fantasy VII came out on Google Play. Uh, this might just actually be a version versus you know, the day it came out, because I'm pretty sure it came out in a different format for Google Play. But I just want to put it out to say, fuck you, because they put it in a terrible PlayStation emulator wrapper. So yep. it's pretty laggy and I overpriced. It's like 15 bucks for the phone game. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'd rather just play it on my uh, retro console. So this next one, Brandon, can you tell me about it? So you're talking about the Activision Blizzard one? Yeah. So basically they were allowed from their stockholders in 2008 to consummate. That's weird. That's you a know, weird, weird way of saying it. Um, but they combined with Vivendi Interactive or Vivendi Games. Uh, making merging Activision with Vivendi in 2008, making Activision Blizzard. So weird that that happened 11 years ago. I know, and look at them now. They've got no workers. Yeah, they're doing great. Yeah. Don't make crap for came out for the Windows in uh, 2008, so it's also 11 years old. There's There was nothing crazy that came out in this yeah. list. I was just making shit up. Well, not making shit up. This is real stuff. And uh, lastly... Here's the hit game. 
Yeah, wow. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time came out one year ago for the uh, Nintendo 64. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Bible Master 2, The Chaos of Aglia. I must have missed this in the New Testament. Uh, the PC-98 version came out in Japan, 1994. It's like, what the fuck am I looking at at this point? Is this where um, Moses goes oh. off against Satan himself or something? What's Did going on here? For it? The what? The cover art? No, I haven't. It looks like something you'd see from an old uh, Final Fantasy game. Wow. Uh, is this about the Bible? Or is this <laughs> something a little... I feel like it's not. I remember, is that a unicorn on the bottom left? Oh, no, that's just her hairstyle. The fucking anime Bible. I don't know. It looked like Golbez in the background from Final Fantasy. I'm trying to figure out uh, which Bible character has blue hair. I'm, I must have missed that one. <laughs> I don't Bible Quest. Check it out. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler, all letters, one word. Is there any place we can find you, Brandon, or are you just got to summon you from the abyss whenever Nick goes out. Uh, look into a mirror three times. No, look into so a mirror I gotta one turn my head and look. Mirror one time and say and three I, times. Okay. I was going to say I can rotate three times. That way I'm still looking in the mirror three times. Pizza. What's up? <laughs> pizza. 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 If you say it two times, though, you summon Little Caesar. So you got to be careful. Oh, yeah. I'll be quick on that. I mean, if, if I could say pizza, you know, pizza, pizza in a mirror and I get fucking Little Caesars. I wouldn't leave the house. I would need to be a new commercial. If we see a commercial where they have a bunch of teenagers playing like bloody murder and someone says, Oh, let's try this out. And he goes, pizza, pizza. And then little Caesars just appears in the bathroom. Oh yeah. I mean, pizza, pizza. Fuck you. Little Caesar. With a spear and leave a, a $5 hot and ready. <laughs> you just hear screaming, uh, just dragged by your hair into the mirror. And then all the, <laughs> all the kids eating pizza. God damn, man. We have let the show run way too long. Uh, you can find Nick, who's not here, but you can check him out. He's usually on twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. Uh, you can also find him on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11. Feel free to give him a follow. What's up? LRWarrior. Yep. Did he ever that? Uh, he is not willing to. When I went to visit Canada, he got so drunk that he showed me his dog tag, which uh, revealed the dirty secret. But... I was also stupid enough to drunkenly promise that I would never reveal it. So, yeah, I just call it left to right warrior. Uh, and lastly, you can find uh, Casual Master Quest at Master Quest Pod. You can also also email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter. Well, you already know that part. Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Casual Master Quest. Yeah. And I'm going to do a quick uh, check because I checked yesterday, but maybe somebody decided to send an email while, you know, I, uh, between the past 24 hours. So is there any last thoughts you want to impart on us, Brandon? I have none. I'm going to go watch Stranger Things after this. Good deal. Thank you for letting me drop a bunch of motherfuckers from the island and talking about cosplay. Thank half you for the, half the episode. Yeah. Well, a little bit more than half of like thing. Anyways, that was Brandon. This was Tyler. Nick will be here next week. And we're gonna have a good one for you this time and next time. But don't forget to never stop the crime. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye. What? Bye. Bye. intro to the podcast titled casual master quest was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent revelries music you can find more of their work at soundcloud.com 
forward slash revelries music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.